that's really funny. I see you looking at your phone there. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up, y'all? This is Kickstand. That is Biker Mike from Mars. We are joined again by our good friend and brother, Bam. Yes, welcome again. Uh, I, I do have to say the last episode that we had you on was fucking awesome. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. <laughs> Spoding off is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Talking shit, doing yeah. stories. Uh, yeah, it really was one of the funnest ones that we got to do. Uh, the thing I was talking about that was funny is I already saw you looking at your phone because you have a topic you want to get on. And I'm like, oh, he, he just, I was, is he going to read it right now? <laughs> just... <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny if you were like... Sure, I'll just pull it. Let's just pull just, the bandage off fucking, this thing. Just, all right, we're kicking off. All right, so news article, uh, our good friend Dustin kicked to me today. Mm-hmm. He's like, this happened like yesterday or the day before. He's like, this is ridiculous. It's like, this this year's getting off to a great start. Uh, it's going to be very Western, very ratchet, very trailer park. So in Abbotsford today, or I guess on the 6th, a pigeon was busted flying into a BC prison or into Abbotsford prison wearing a meth backpack. Oh, I've heard of things similar to this in the past. Yes. What, no, yes. I just like a homing pigeon, essentially. <laughs> yeah. A homing pigeon for drugs. Yeah. They, a whole squad or a whole group of prison guards spent a whole afternoon trying to catch a meth pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing it, fly away, flutter away. Uh, that's that is not what I thought you were going to be leading off with. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Devin's been reading an article. He's getting oh, educated. No. He's got a topic. Educated. He's like, here's what's wrong with the world today. This is what grinds my gears. No, I'm nope, just thinking like pigeon. that's fucking genius. <laughs> so there's stories, <laughs> and so many things can go wrong. <laughs> trusting <laughs> trusting animals to <laughs> send drugs. <laughs> Yeah, why a pigeon of all? I guess homing pigeons. The homing pigeons, pigeons but yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's what record. they're for. Yeah, right? You and pigeons Google. are everywhere, so I guess they're like indiscriminate at that. You just Google that shit. How do you make a homing pigeon? All right, cool. This is it. And well, no, you got time? You put you dedicated time to that, because it's not like there's a store where you're going to buy homing pigeons. Obviously enough time. Not not enough time, because it didn't go to the window it was supposed to go. It's just it's just around the prison. Well, what meth what meth user do you know that really sees things through the end? <laughs> they're pretty good for the middle, but I've seen breaking bad. I know how this goes. Yeah. And like I was thinking, like, what happens if like an owl picks off that motherfucker? And then you've got a strung out, you've got a strung out junky owl willing to do anything for another hit. Well, that, 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 that would be like a killing machine. There wouldn't be a road the sequel to cars. Cocaine Bear. This is a sequel this to Cocaine Bear. It'd be meth owl. Meth owl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I grew up in Victoria, owl, like, and there's this story. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, and it's been under <clears> security, but there's a jail right along the road in Victoria, a Wilkinson Road Jail, and there's a story about how. In the old days, it's like the inmates would be throw, playing frisbee, and they would throw a frisbee into this one backyard in particular, okay. and then the, like an eighth of weed or meth or whatever would get taped to the bottom of the frisbee, okay, and then thrown back into the yard. And you know, stuff was coming in and out via frisbee because it, it was like I when I was a kid, I remember asking my mom if it was like some sort of like 
club for men or something i thought was like <laughs> the, the prison yeah because it's like it's very nice it's a very warm looking building it's got and, green and grass really like, nice they wave yeah, yeah what's well, minimum security it's probably guys that did fraud <clears throat> and things so it's, yeah more or less it is kind of a, in comparison to many prisons it is like a country club yeah yeah no there's picnic tables and everybody looks like they're just kind of hanging out having a chill time there's no like, frisbees yeah and i was you know I, I, I associated like prison with like white and black stripes and guys with oh, chains yeah, yeah. and balls tied to their ankles. <laughs> yeah. you, you saw you saw every nineteen fifties like chain. Oh, what do they call them? The, the chain, uh, chain gang, the chain gangs, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I was like, oh, well, that's, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, no stripes. Where did no, stripes come from? They, there must have been some prisons because right now everything's orange. Orange, blue, orange, blue. Like it's orange, it's, orange, so you can see. I'm guessing, so you stand out. Yeah, yeah. imagine it's contrast. <laughs> Now you can't right. escape. Ha ha ha. You're orange. <laughs> unless, unless you go to the wrong neighborhood in which they're like, no, this is my colors. This is this is what we're at, where we're at. Do you know any hard hard ass gangsters that wear prison orange? <laughs> Just a big old jumpsuit, one color. Will Smith did in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air a couple times. Oh my gosh, I yeah, forgot. He wore about like that. a full they, prison outfit as like, oh, this is my I don't know, March of Rebellion. They're like, this is what we do. On Philly. the outside they just call it Harley Orange. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, the classic Harley Orange. You pay an extra $100 for that one. It's Harley Orange. No, oh, that's prison, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I never made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, there's so many jokes that could be made with that, but I have but friends you haven't, that made, you haven't like, made nope. one. Go. Do nope, it. no, I'm good. <laughs> this is the form to do it, if you're going <laughs> to. Oh, okay. So they make it Harley Orange, so that they all feel at home. They're like anyone, anyone who owns Harley. They're like, oh, you're you're used to this color. This doesn't offend you. In or out, you're good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Always styling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's just for accessorizing. <laughs> yeah. The reason I didn't want to make that joke is that I am not accusing anyone who rides a Harley of criminal activity. It's just a joke. You know who you are. <laughs> there are a few. I know of one guy. Uh, who quit one club and then all of a sudden he was accused and arrested for murder. And I'm like, oh, huh. It's like that degenerated fast. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Did not see that coming. He said he was a really good guy, really nice. And I'm like, he quit an organization that I know. And he went there. And I'm like, hmm. I know a murderer. I, I knew that I knew a few. Like, you just got, if you're around that life, you know that you already know a few, but nobody's. There's getting a, arrested. There's a stat that like one in eight people have killed people, right? Yeah. Like just in the world? Yeah. So the it there's if you're in Vancouver, likely you've walked past somebody that's killed somebody at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I have averages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. I heard uh, somebody else say it's like uh, everyone's capable of murder. You just haven't met the right person. If you yet. haven't done it, it's because you haven't met the right person. Well, that's. The issue, you say it best. It, it's not so much, am I, do, can I kill somebody? Yes. Am I certain that I can pull the trigger and you got to go, yep, I can smite you. Uh-huh. <laughs> However, the issue comes with me sleeping thereafter. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's I, and right. That's the thing, right? Like, Can I take I, a nap after? Yeah. I don't think that I can take a lot. I can't take a deer's life, so certainly I can't smite a human. <laughs> I don't know. The right human, again, the right human, I'm pretty sure I could smite. Well, depends you, you what touch, happened. You fucking touch my kids. Yeah. In, in an inappropriate way. In that if you way, contemplate like, touching no. my son. Yeah. At that point. You, you, yeah. I'll, I'll take a nap. 
but that's that's a different story. All right, because you're it's, the, it's something you were a kid. You're you're doing something. It's a it's a thing. All right. Can I just walk up and smite somebody? I don't, I don't know. know. But like saying can I, can saying I, I could take a nap after, like. I don't know. Like, I don't think you can know until you're in that moment. That's true. That's true. And that's the thing. I li- I'd like to think I could, but depending on the scenario, probably not. Now, that being said, uh, can I tell a story about your dog when you called me? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. So Devin calls me up and he's like, Mike, can I borrow a gun? And do you know where I can put a body? And I'm like, this is what the way you premised it. I don't know if you fucking did it on purpose, but you did do it. And I'm like, <sighs> Who are we taking care of? <laughs> it wasn't a, oh, let's talk about it, or, oh, what's going on? No, it was, who are we taking care of? And then he's like, my dog. I'm like, oh, shit, you should have led with that. <laughs> it was too much fun. Son of a bitch. I was having a bad, a fucking bad day. <laughs> that was a bright point. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, his dog was suffering, and so we uh, put it down. And, uh, yeah, it, that that's why I know that it sucks. It's because I did that. And it did. It sucked. It took a little something out of you. Or out of me, anyways. I'm like, ah. Because you don't... The dog didn't deserve it, but at the same time, it was suffering. Do you just let it suffer because I don't have the testicles to to do what it takes? No. At at one point, you got to nut up and be like, do the hard thing. Do the thing that you don't want to do, but you know it's right. And a lot of people don't know that because they don't face it. They don't put themselves in scenarios where they have to do that. Sometimes you got to learn or put yourself in places to do a hard thing. You're never, there's never growth without discomfort. Mm-hmm. I was, I was at jujitsu today and, uh, I got whooped real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got choked. I got armor. I got slammed. I had a hard day and, uh, and I heard somebody say a week earlier or something like that. It's like jujitsu is for is is a sport for people who don't mind sucking at something. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, today was my day to suck. I'm like, all right, this is my suck day, and it was a hard thing. Oh, it hurts so bad. I don't like losing. I did good for the first little bit, but then I got whooped. And I'm like, oh. So was that was that a thing of you faced the right guy at first, and then you hit you know started rolling some... with the heavy hitters, or was it a thing where like just people had your number after that no 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 one guy this guy's phenomenal i know he's very good i knew i was gonna get beat i didn't realize how badly i was gonna get beat (laughs) Mm, yeah and he's in my weight class it's not like i went against a big guy i went against a guy that's my size and he schooled me i felt i felt retarded i'm like oh i'm an idiot (laughs) some guys are natural fighters they're just quick and And this guy's been at it, and he he is good. He's very, very good. I'm taking nothing away from him. He is phenomenal. And I'm like, yeah, no, he got me every single time. He beat my ass. (laughs) And I'm like, cool. And I got up every time, though. Like, even when I, like, lost, like, there's five-minute rounds. But you don't stop. Once once you get beat, you keep going. You're like, okay, get up. Let's go. And I'm there. It's like lightning round. Yeah. Yeah. And so as soon as I realized, I'm like, oh, I laid there for half a second. I'm like, get up, you pussy. Grab the, grab the ropes, pull myself up. I'm like, let's go. And then I got beat again. And I'm like, pull myself up and let's go. <laughs> but it wasn't like a, a slow get up. It was a, no, we're doing this. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish what I started. And it hurt every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's something about doing hard things. And uh, it, yeah. What else happened at Jiu-Jitsu today? Uh, oh, Thank you. Uh, I got my very first white stripe on my white belt. I, I am uh, 
I'm starting the process. And I'm like, oh, I'm really excited. I've never actually been belted. I've been doing it for years and I've never gone through the process. Yeah, you've always just kind of like done it in like kind of like an underground (laughs) sort of of way. I'm what they call an MMA white. (laughs) So it's like a white belt. But no, you know things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good, though. That's positive, right? Because that... I think these things are important. Measurement tools are important. How do you know whether you're yeah. gaining Advancing or losing? Or yeah. 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 Now I have a question. Were they going a little extra hard on you today? Because maybe I think there is a chance. I I don't know, but I have an inkling of oh that was a test to see how I'd react. Mm. And what did I do? I laughed. I high fived the guy. Yeah, he whooped me. I said fuck. I'm like fuck. I'm like I really got whooped. I felt like an idiot, but at the same time, like, it's all right. This is okay. And I, I laughed it off because I'm like, what am I going to do? This isn't life or death. Yeah. Life or death, I know how to choke the average man. The the average dude, I'm good. But this guy wasn't average. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing average about this guy. So, yeah, I'm not going to take it personal. It's not like, oh, he was out to get me. I'm like, no, maybe he was. The fuck? It's it's a sport. How am I going to get better if he just like tiptoes around and doesn't give me a hard time? No, I get better because somebody else is better than me and they show me that I am. People are afraid to lose. Yeah. And people are afraid to fail. And the only way you learn something is by failing. Yeah. It either works or it doesn't. And all you've done is gained information to figure out how to do it better the next time. Yeah. So that that was my, my highlight of the day was that. And then... Well, I, I know it's only really the first step or whatever, but congratulations. Yeah, like, congratulations. It's actually pretty fucking cool. I know it's something that you've you've wanted to pursue in a real way for a long time, and I'm, I'm happy to see that this happening. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's nice to be recognized for that. Like, just kind of, hey. And, and for those of you being like, oh, he's a white belt, fucking come on out. <laughs> yeah. If you've come. never done it, come on out. It'll be adorable. Yeah. Come, sh- sh- show me up with <laughs> yeah. your white belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By all standards, we're at the same point. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> show me all the things I don't know. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I'm like, no, it's, I'm, I'm really happy and excited because I don't know. I always feel like I'm not giving enough or yeah. It's just like, oh, when do I get to start doing this? When, when is something going to happen? And yeah, there was... I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't ready. I got I to gotta start doing more gi stuff because I'm so used to doing no gi. And I'm trying not to use... The thing is, when I um, I don't wear gi, it's, I'm all no gi. And so you just wrestle naked? Uh, near. Nearly as, as close as I can get. And I knew I'm you'd trying, like that. I knew you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like trying not to grab their, their pant legs and their jackets because I'm like, I don't have a gi on, so I'm not going to use that against you. It's lazy. And he's like, no, go ahead. I'm like, no, it's not my thing. I'm like, I'm going to keep this as fair. I'm, I'm going to use my arms. I'm going to use my open hands. And but get, yeah, I'd Get your a ass kicked with principles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> And even one of the guys is like, man, keys make me lazy because I could just go ahead and grab onto somebody and just hang on to that piece or choke them with their own clothing. So <laughs> I'm like, huh, I never, I've never thought about it that way. So. I see the value in it, though, like, as, like, if, if you're just using jujitsu as a sport, then yeah, I, I think doing like nogi is probably the most sport-like of it. But the idea of doing it as a s- self-defense, yeah, like the gi thing makes sense to me because I mean, yeah, if you're getting into a street fight, if you're de- defending for your life, you grab everything you yeah. can and use it. But okay, you were a bouncer. Yes. How many times <clears throat> do you see a guy when he's about to fight rip his shirt off? 
a lot. A lot. So yeah, there are times that that's the the benefit of the no gi training is the fact that there are guys who will rip their shirt off, and now all your gi training that if you only do one, you've just lost a full weapon. You're like, oh shit. That was my favorite point. As soon as they started pulling their shirt off, I'd start dummying them. <laughs> their hands were all tied up. They couldn't see, and I'd just start smashing them in the face. Ha, 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 Take your shirt off now. <laughs> the self-defense school of hockey. That's right. That is fucking awesome. I always love hockey players because what they do is they'll... Um, <laughs> They'll, they'll grab you by the collar because that's their thing. They grab by the collar. It's like, great. Now you only have one hand that I have to worry about, and I have two. This, this is fine. You're a hockey player. I'm so okay. How come you're this. not grabbing my collar too? You're not playing by the rules. Right. We grab <laughs> each other's collars. And all you've done is telegraph at that point because yeah. it's like you've grabbed, Every- you're looking, and you've shown them exactly <laughs> where you're going to hit them too. They know where it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, so. Yes, there are some benefits, but there are a lot of downfalls, especially to somebody who's like, oh, I know what I'm doing in this area. And the thing is, these guys, they will bait part of their gi, like they will grab their own gi and and try to hand it to the guy to make him grab it. I don't know why, but I guess some people fall for it, and they're like, all right, now I'm going to trap something. But these guys were very good, so they wouldn't fall for it in neither of them. So it's it's so fun to watch, especially one championship. Those guys they got no gi competitions now. Yeah. <gasps> so good. Like just straight jujitsu matches in the ring. But well if you're learning, that would be the way to learn because it's like it is the Yeah. You're it's not. A, it's the purest form. Yeah. <laughs> so I am looking forward to getting better and learning and yeah. Okay, so speaking of bar fights, not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the other, uh, a couple weeks back, you and I were watching a movie, uh, Harley Davidson and the Marble Man, right? Yes. Fucking awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, one of top ten movies of all time. I, Why uh, I love motorcycles. That opening scene when he rides in on that, the hardtail, it's mm-hmm. like, that thing is sick. Yeah. Yeah, that hardtail FXR. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. How? <laughs> <laughs> if I had an unlimited sum of, sum of money, I would build one, but... Yeah. So, anyway... At one point, you know, uh, Harley there goes into a bar and finds his buddy, the Marble Man, and he's in a in the middle of a bar fight with an Indian. And you said the funniest thing. <laughs> so okay. He's he's sitting there smashing, you know, the this Indian he's fighting with over the head with a bottle, and it's like not phasing him. He's just, he's throwing everything but the kitchen sink, getting his ass kicked. And you say, "Well, you just can't. They, you can hit him as many times as you want. They'll go down, but they just get right back up." <laughs> you were like, this is like, I, like I've gotten lots of bar fights with Indians. It's like, and this is exactly how it goes. Yeah, there's no beating them. You can beat them to the ground and they just pop right back up. It's like, and they're not necessarily that tough, but they can just take a beating. So funny. Yes. It was. I, I, I can, I can, yeah, I agree. I've, I've been in a couple, I've been in a couple street fights with some native guys back in the day because, you know, I was a dummy. And, yeah, they are fucking tough as nails, those guys. Yeah, you can just punch and punch and punch and punch and punch. And yeah. it doesn't seem to phase them ever. Yeah. Hand, you get tired and your hand gets sore before they're done. At that, at that point, they're fisting your, or they're facing your fist. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great, now I'm going to have to play defense. <laughs> I bled first. I win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh, it's been, I can't remember the last time I've been in a fist fight. Yeah, no, me neither. It's been like, it's been a very long time. Mm. 
So that's I mean, strange for you because I, I imagine you came from a little bit of that world of that's oh, we're gonna, I'm getting well, in a hockey fight bounce, it's hockey to, bouncing yeah no I fought know, a lot I fought DJing in, in nightclubs stuff like that yeah I fought I fought tons I fought tons there was <coughs> nights I would fight ten times a night it I was, think one of my friends threw up on you oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happened lots. It was a way back. It's like the you got to be more specific. I had yeah. just met you, and I think it was at Looney Tunes, and one of my buddies threw up, and and I was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, you still got to go because <laughs> like, I was with my buddy, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're we're gone. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a. <laughs> it well, happened more than once. Yeah, no, I've been barfed on. If there's a, a human liquid that comes out of the body, it. <laughs> it's we, on you and yeah. not from your infant even <laughs> yeah not from your no it's like i've been peed on have you been peed on in the bar yeah really yeah it was it was a strange thing the guy was acting weird when he came in and he was in the bathroom for like a really long time so i went in and check him out and right when i went i went in a good time because he collapsed right when i was going in and i grabbed him and when he collapsed he pissed himself and i got pissed on <laughs> it was super <laughs> Was that at Looney Tunes back in the it day? It was at Looney Tunes, yeah. What a gong turn, show. Turn, and he like he had legitimately just walked in and hadn't been he'd been out playing ball at, all afternoon or something and got heat stroke and passed out in the bathroom is all that really happened. But Oh really? He, yeah, but in the midst of that pissed himself. It was super. Yeah, I guess when you pass out, I mean there's certain bodily functions that just don't hold. Well, well that, yeah, he was on his way to the bathroom. <laughs> so it's Well that that's that's one of the reasons that uh, they tell you not to get knocked out in the ring is because there's a good chance, a good chance you shit yourself in the ring because your bodily functions are like, no, we're good. We're, yep. we're done. <laughs> and so if you get knocked out, there's a chance, even choked out, there's a chance you shit yourself. Oh, who was it? There was a UFC fighter. And this is a while ago now, but he shit himself from getting punched in the gut. Like he took a body shot and oh. it triggered, it triggered bowel release. Mm -hmm. So he finished the fight with the shorts full of shit. Could you imagine being put in a triangle from there? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Just tapping immediately. What's happening? Oh, I don't even well, think I have I'm it. You to, don't. And I'm imagining these shorts and I'm mad, like it's liquidy. I, I don't think they're that. No. Liquid tight, I no. imagine. Well, stuff's... depending on which ones you get. If you get like the the sh the tight short shorts, there's a chance it stays. But most of those guys don't wear those ones. They're wearing. I don't know. Them. That just seems just like a bad day at the office to me, though. Yeah. <laughs> but but he got paid. He got, he got paid. paid. <laughs> <laughs> they make so good money. Well, the the newer one, newer uh, venues do really good. But yeah, they make decent money especially from the sponsor that would have been back in the day when they were allowed to have sponsors so because that's when i stopped watching is shortly after they well i just don't have the time to watch as much but when they stopped getting sponsors i i don't know i lost like all they have is reebok now oh really ufc is is ever uniform shorts everyone's wearing the same brand they don't yeah. get to put their name, like, they I, put their name well, on I the side. I thought that was all thing of fighting, like, yeah, your fight club was on there, and the guys... Oh, yeah, back in the day it was like that, but now, no, none of that. Yeah, they got rid of all that. You can't do, right. you can't do per any personal sponsors now on your, well, on your stuff. How do you thank those people? Isn't... <coughs> it's, they don't, that, they that, just don't get sponsored. It's like it's, you, you were being paid to fight your... Well, that, that would be like only using GM cars to drag race. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. it, it's like a drag race car's got Moog and whatever Go Fast Goody car stickers on the side oh, of yeah. it 
they LS swap a Toyota and be like, look, we're fast too. Yeah, yeah. And they, there's all kinds of goofy <laughs> stickers all over things. Yeah, but no, no. Uh, UFC has completely gotten rid of that. Now it's all yeah, so one yeah, brand. You're, that's, you're not, you're not allowed, too you're not allowed to make yeah. money. Yeah, now you're not allowed to make money on the side using the using the Octagon as your platform. Yeah. Everybody should have a side hustle no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're working on it right now. <laughs> this is our side hustle. <laughs> I've got lots. I, uh, you got your, your speaking uh, of, you got the forge fired up, eh? Yeah. Well, I did, and then I'm. It turned. I thought that maybe I hadn't done it right, or I don't know exactly what I thought, but I was pretty sure it wasn't working correctly, because it was working good, and then it wasn't working good at all. Mm-hmm. And then I looked. Then all of a sudden, the outside turned red. It's like, what the fuck happened? I had it going so hot, I melted all the insulation out of the forge. Oh, oh no. no! Oh yeah, a little over th- like thirty-two hundred degrees to melt. <laughs> The insulation. And you found a way. Yeah, I found a way. Oh, what well, it, tur- it turns it turns out like fifteen psi of propane, and I, well, I I have so two. Regular- I, I, it's 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 dual burner with forced air. Yeah. So I was I was running a leaf blower wide open in fifteen oh, psi yeah. of propane. She got hot fast. So it was up and running for a while, and then I've got a few more days off. It's down for repairs, but I'm hoping to have it. <laughs> I'm hoping to have it repaired and functional in another couple days. That'd be awesome. Yes, <sighs> that would be frustrating too. At the same time, it was very frustrating because I I had bought a cheap forge from Amazon, and I'd used it and used it and used it. It needed to be realigned, so I built the new forge that I have. Yeah took me a little while to get it dialed in and exactly how I wanted it and then was just really starting to like it and then I melted all the, the guts out of it. <laughs> what like, kind of insulation do you put in those things anyways? K-wall insulation. It's this white. I had two inches of insulation and then rigidizer to keep it all from deteriorating and then I had a ceramic coating on the outside of it yeah. to repel the heat inward so it doesn't melt mm-hmm. and I melted it all. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all those precautions to be like, well, I fucking did it anyways. Yeah, because I am retarded. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm impatient. The one thing that I've learned as I go on is I am, I want thing. I'm part of that instant gratification generation, right? It's like we were the first ones of microwaves, and so <sighs> I do not want to wait for things. Yeah. And I effectively, <clears throat> I want to put. Whatever I'm working on into the forge, and I want to pull it out and work on it again. Yeah, I'm not. There's no waiting for it to heat up. Yeah, the term "irons in the fire" is comes from blacksmithing. <laughs> That's you right. You need to wait and have many irons in the fire, yeah. so you can work efficiently. Yeah, strike while the iron's hot. Well, yeah. you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few well, blacksmithing phrases that are out there. Yes, but is the term blacksmithing racist? <laughs> I'm just curious about that. I was just thinking, okay, you know how... Well, okay. I actually don't even know what wow. to say to that. I don't either. I'm like, is that a racist... Okay, there's something I say all the time. Well, I imagine they call it blacksmithing because there's so much soot involved. And that you're black all the time. Because it was coal. Blacksmithing started all with coal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see, yeah. I used to say, I, oh man, I haven't seen you in a coon's age. And then I'm like, huh, I wonder if that's how, racist. How long do raccoons live? Uh, apparently, it is actually from raccoons. It's not actually as they would refer to as black people. So, uh, not me, they, the world, uh, referred to black people at one point. I'm like, 
I don't mean it like that. So I did some research. Yeah, apparently they believe that raccoons lived a long time. So when you just say I haven't seen you in coon's age, it means a long time. Huh. Not racist. I assumed <laughs> I checked. It was, I always assumed it was a racist thing, really. Nope. I I, I hmm. thought so too, but I'm like, well, it's I'm like curious. it's like saying like I haven't seen you in a dog's age, right? Like there's it's you know a reasonable amount of time to expect having not seen somebody yeah, yeah. but a long enough time. 10 and 15 years. Like, that's <laughs> a long enough time. Yeah, it's just like small animals live about that long. Yeah. It makes sense. Yep. Yeah, so when you say somebody, you haven't seen somebody in Coon's age. Not racist. <coughs> not racist. <laughs> I had to look it up. I did have a guy come to me like, that's racist. I'm like, oh, maybe. So I looked it up. I've never thought of it like that. I've always thought of it like another word for dog's age. It's a raccoon. Yeah. I wouldn't even know. What did you say to this person? I couldn't imagine. Did they, did he schedule a meeting? How did this come up? It's like, oh no, it was, it was just, uh, oh, he just called like, some construction it. site. It was yeah. just like, so it wasn't like anything important. There wasn't nobody. I was like, man, I haven't seen you at coon's age. He's like, I think that's racist. I'm like, I don't think it is. Let's look this up. So we both. Like, <laughs> so you, you had to settle it on the spot. Get well, at least you had an open dialogue. Yeah, no, it <laughs> wasn't. Was, I wasn't being called a racist. It was like, oh, I think that is, and then we just yeah, we did some learning. Oh, I'm interested to know who that is. I don't remember. It was probably. So, I, I'm guessing it was a yard worker at one of the uh, the places in town. Okay. Yeah, that's, that would make sense. That's yeah. my guess of who it was because they they get comfortable with you pretty quick. You go in and out of there, you know, four times or three times a day or whatever, depending on if you're a gopher or not. And uh, yeah, I'd been there enough, and I said that, and yeah, we did some learning together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was at uh, one of the local yards here uh, maybe a couple months ago. I go all the time, but this happened a couple months ago. I was picking up some stuff that normally, like last year, some would have been something that you were going to grab. Yeah. The guy was like, "Hey, where's the other dude at? I haven't seen him in forever." <laughs> he's like, "You know, you know the guy. He's like, uh, you know, he's like, you know, taller than you. Always got something to say." <laughs> it's, like, it's because you they mean al- Mike. <laughs> it's because they always talk about things that I know a thing or two about. I remember one time they were talking about Jake Paul, and I'm like, "Fuck, I hate that guy." And then another time they were talking about. Uh, MMA, I'm like, well, guess what? I fucking know something about that, too. <laughs> when you talk about my field of thing, yeah, I'm gonna, and they did it all the time. And I'm like, this is my thing. <laughs> so I could give my opinion, and I'm like, Ugh. That's because you're a basic, basic, basic male. I'm a basic dick? I don't know, what was it? What is it, basic, basic bro? Basic bro? It's a basic bro. A basic yeah. bro, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I've never, I, I, I haven't heard this basic bro before. Yeah, it's just somebody who. It's, just, yeah, it's like it's somebody it's, who like is just always being the stereotype, the stereotypical dude. Yeah. You, you have a, a, a an opinion about One Direction, even yeah. though you don't listen, and it's for fourteen year old girls. Uh, <laughs> just, or it's like like a basic bitch. It's like, oh my god, let's go get a latte, <laughs> you know, a like latte. that kind of thing, right? right. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Excessive love of spiced of uh, <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Uh, oh, this is a challenging thing that comes up at my house a lot. Oh, how so? Oh, my wife loves pumpkin spice. Really? Yeah. And then I call her basic, and she does not care for <laughs> See? that. Exactly. <laughs> like you a basic. But I, but I have. I, but of course, I have things to say. So it's like, <laughs> I like to ask my wife. Somebody, somebody said to me over the holidays, and let me know if you guys had this said too. Hey, we should add eggnog to our coffee. And I know from experience that never tastes as good as you think it should. There's there's a certain expectation Why the you fuck have. Why would you put eggnog in coffee? Because I love eggnog. And no, I love, no, I love eggnog too. It's like I and put I love coffee. Oh, you put whiskey in eggnog. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do yeah, that too. I can't, I can't imagine it. 
At what point does hot gnaw? Like, what if it? But what the fuck if it turns into fucking? <laughs> that's like, the yeah, thing. Yeah, what if it turns into scrambled eggs? Oh fuck off. You so need to call it hot nog. Like that <laughs> is because it's it's not cream. It's got <laughs> raw egg in it. Like I know. Yeah. Thing yeah. You put I in know. Coffee. Yeah. What? What? Anyway, like, no. This is gonna taste good. No, yes. It's gonna yes. taste like balls I love, in the can. It's, it's 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 one of those things that you look at and you're like, oh, I love these. I love both these things. Oh, I put cream in my coffee. Eggnog is cream esque. Why don't I put? eggnog in my coffee and I told them because I had tried it already and I'm like it's not that good I'm like this is never as good as you think it should be and it never is nobody should ever think it's good no part there was no thought for it no there isn't it's warm I love the fact that this is the (laughs) thing that has offended you the most tonight (laughs) well it's like you can't heat up nog Jesus it has egg in it yeah you, get, and you can't heat up an egg. God forbid. You heat up an egg. I don't like eggs. <laughs> Overall, I Oh, you don't like eggs. No, I don't like and eggs. And you like eggnog? Oh, I do love eggnog. That's they're, fucking it, it, weird. It is, right? For a long time, I wouldn't eat eggs. I go out and have breakfast, and they're like, what kind of eggs? And I was like, I don't fucking doesn't, care. It doesn't matter. They're doesn't going matter. in the garbage. Yeah. Eggs are chicken menstrual cycle, and it freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> What's... Okay. Um, uh, have you heard of... <laughs> Sorry, I... Have you heard of this egg thing that they do in the oh Philippines where they will eat a partially developed egg? Oh, you know, I've seen videos of that. It's weird as it's, shit. And so this one guy I know, he's like, yeah, I had that before. So it's a what? partially developed egg uh, chicken yeah, chick yeah, yeah. thing. And I'm like, there's like feather, there's there's feather and beak. And, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I, so I asked him, I'm like, well, did you pair it with a good red wine and make eye contact with the mother when you did it? Because if you didn't, there's... <laughs> You can't know, do you these things wrong. halfway. You can- <laughs> oh, but there's another one I heard. Some one of those Asian countries, like Vietnam or something like that, where they they took eggs and they hard boiled them in little boys' urine. <coughs> yep, that that's what, what? a delicacy. Well, even the Newfies <laughs> have this caper thing or whatever, where you eat the whole fish, the guts and the bones and the whole thing. There, it's a salted, dried motherfucker. I went to a Newfie <sighs> wedding. It was. That's so It was good with beer, but yeah, it would have to be lots of it. <laughs> lots of beer. Oh, okay. You guys listen to Joe Rogan this week? No, no. Okay. I am so I'm I'm on an off Joe Rogan kick right now. Cool. I will tell you something about somebody that Bring he it had up, on because it's new to me. Then okay, he had this a um a bone find. This guy find has a five acre. Well, he has many acres in Alaska, many many acres. But there's one five acre allotment of land covered in mammoth tusks like just he just he drenches out the ground he's been doing it for years and he pulls them out by hand like mm-hmm. these big tusks tons of them and you know how many mammoths when they froze they froze solid very quickly okay so the meat is still good still technically good yes they have they have they have found and they are looking for viable dna yes. to clone the mat to, to, clone to mammoth. bring mammoths back yeah interesting yeah this guy's eating it. What? He's like, yeah, we threw it on the barbecue. It's like, what'd you have with it? Like, how did you prepare it? He's like, whiskey. We drank a lot of whiskey beforehand. <laughs> and he's like, wait, you have eaten mammoths? He's like, yeah, you threw it on the barbecue. He's like, it's, it's, you just got to do it. It's still good. It's, it's frozen. It's been under permafrost for thousands of years, but it's never thawed. So yeah, he ate it. He's like, he don't want to eat a lot of it because it's like shoe leather. It just doesn't taste good. Well, yeah, I imagine. I imagine it is so far beyond freezer burned. 
Well, I know, right? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm like deeply offended on the inside. I can. What, what does bald eagle taste like? Fuck. I'm curious. I'm very curious. <laughs> you're, I, I'm you're, quite sure it's gamey, but <laughs> I'd assume. I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, like, like a gamey chicken. So I mean, mammoth would have been one of the things that early humans like they actually hunted. They hunted. Yeah, they. It would have been a, a it, thing. It, it would have been part of the diet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this guy, he's like, yeah. But I, I imagine fresh it. is much better. <laughs> I'm gonna assume. Can you imagine the freezer burn on? How many millions year old permafrost meat? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Like talk about dry aged. <laughs> dry aged. There's got to be no moisture left in that, no, in that no. flesh. They, they literally, yeah. He says it's, it's like. Uh, I mean, because otherwise the moisture it would rot. Yeah. If it had moisture, it would rot. So, yeah, it was really interesting listening to this guy tell stories. And uh, there was this thing of this Joe Rogan. He brought Joe Rogan a few things that they've carved out of mammoth tusk. He's like, we have so many of them. Literally, like, boxes upon boxes, like a warehouse almost full of them. He's like, what else are we going to do with it? Yes, it's cool, but... But it's just kind of useless and taking it's up space. It's kind of useless. Yeah. So he's been carving it, and he's like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> like, Joe Grogan's like, you can't do elephants because they, 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 you just can't. Well, it's illegal. It's yes. illegal to do it off yeah, elephants. Yeah, you can't harvest ivory off of an endangered species. And I, th- I think a big part of it is the fact that that <clears throat> species is still alive and that people are taking advantage of how valuable their ivory is, and they're like, oh, I don't care about the elephant. I'm just going to cut it off the elephant or kill the elephant and take the tusks. Where these animals are already dead. There's no saving them. There's no bringing them back. It's not like, oh, this would have brought them back. No, there's none of that. So no, they're not, it's vastly different, right? Because the yeah. evidently the elephants are affected by not having their tusks. And yeah, and so yeah, I'm like, okay, I see where you don't know how you should feel, but at the same time, like at some point, you got to be like, okay, what is the justification for this feeling? Let me analyze it. Why does this bother me? Because I, it's, it's very elephant. What do you? Yeah, like what are you bothered by? What's yeah. the issue? And that that and that's the thing. Me, I'm like, no, I, I'm trying to think of all the things you could carve out of it. I would love a statue of a mammoth made from mammoth. I'm curious. Is elephant kosher? I don't know. Hmm. We need a Jewish friend. <sighs> but like, with like a really Jewish. We'd friend. We'd be way more successful if we had a Jewish friend. Right. Just like, hey, you want to come help us with our show? Turns out Jews don't charge other Jews interest. Like if you're, it's, it's against their. It's yeah, against yeah, yeah. The law they, they lend. That's they why lend. they charge us so much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, with it, within within their, their and Jewish, Jew Jewesque, Jewesque, Jewesque. I've been circumcised. Uh, you're more Jewish than I am, then. <laughs> I get accused of being cheap often. <laughs> How's that whiskey? <laughs> it almost left my mouth just now. Ah, yes. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, we got to get a Jewish friend. I want to do. I, I want to ask him weird, weird shit. Okay, like, like, I know. Is this, is this kosher? <laughs> I know one, kosher. but he's not cool. We he's skip a, a regular a Jewish friend and go right to a rabbi. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like really Jewish. Yeah, I don't want an intermediate Jew. I, I don't like, need a half screw, ass. Yeah, screw yeah. your cultural Jewishness. We want yeah. like the real yeah. McCoy. Te- you don't want technical Jew. You want like if you're not wearing a yarmulke all the time. Yeah, like a devout. You want a devout Jew. Exactly. Yeah, devout. If yeah. you're, like, if you're I, want, I want Shapiro's rabbi level Jewish. <laughs> yeah, Shapiro's rabbi. That's just regular. <laughs> 
not not just Shapiro. Uh, they gotta have the ringlets, the Jew rings. They gotta. It's... All right, here's how we find a Jew. We go find ourselves a Muslim and say, "You can spot them. Just point them out for us, and we'll we'll go talk to them. You don't you don't have to come after." Them. <laughs> That's the best chance we have. <laughs> <laughs> is there even is there even like a uh what do they call a it temple what is it what is a jewish church again temple I'm quite sure it's just temple i'm pretty sure it's temple i think you're right okay is there one here mm, not that i'm aware of no uh, i yeah. have no idea I've i don't think so no i actually I would so. say no i imagine our jewish population is very low which is limited <clears throat> They're not known for manual labor. <laughs> not like since a, Egypt. That, not since. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't gonna touch it. It's a joke. Oh my god. And Family Guy, I'm stealing Family Guy's joke. Come on. It's <laughs> if it's on TV, it's yeah, it's free game. I'm yeah. quoting Family Guy. Thanks, Seth MacFarlane. This yeah. is your fault. <laughs> it's not offensive if it's on TV. That's right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That was that was that was like my guide when I was DJing. If they play it, if I hear it on like regular radio, it's fine to play everywhere. Yeah. you can't be offended by it. Yeah, that's why WAP is. Oh man, I hate that fucking song. What WAP? What the fuck is WAP? Wet ass pussy, the oh. Cardi B song. It is. You, have you not heard it? No, <clears throat> it's fucking trash. It's garbage. I've heard it. I've never heard it on the radio. But I've heard it a little bit before, and I'm like, and I was DJing there the other month, last month, and they wanted dance stuff, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, this WAP one, I want to just try that one. It was so bad that it, it like hurt my soul. I'm like, I had to stop it halfway through. Nobody was dancing to it anyways. I'm like, fuck this song. It was mm-hmm. it was straight hot garbage. I felt gross. I actually it read on. I read the lyrics the other day because like you know every Christmas now there's always that thing like why can't we play um, what is it Baby is cold outside and Ooh, then they rapey pick, rapey song yeah and then and then they pick like the whatever the hot WAP. the hot brutal song of of now is and this year it's WAP yeah right so they're like why can't we play you know Baby is cold outside but WAP's on the thing. And somebody went on there and made like that thing. It's like, well, one's about a woman loving her body, the other is about a date rape. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go read this these lyrics. <laughs> it is so far beyond. Oh, it was yeah. just a woman owning her sexuality. I'm like, no, this is just like straight poorly written porn. Yeah, it, it it's it's to the point where it's talking it's about doing kegels with a dick inside you and yeah, like. <laughs> And like riding riding guys for money and taking them for all they're worth. It's like, no, yeah. this is brutal. No, that's not <clears throat> empowering to anybody. No. no. No, it's no. really not. No. It's, it's straight trash. I, yeah. I, I, and, like and I said, in I all honesty, the, the whole narrative that Baby is Cold Outside is a date rape song, it's like, it's just bullshit. You gotta listen to Bill Burr's bit on that. He's like, yeah. It's like, no, stop. Oh, stop it. It's, stop it. You're bad. It's a song about a protracted flirtation, right? Yeah. It's Cat yeah. and Mouse. It's Tom and Jerry. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. Yes, you could take it all rapey. You could. But, but I mean, like, if you're going to, you can look at so many things and be like, I wonder how that, yeah. you know, like, for instance, I could do that with Disney movie Encanto, right? You could be like, that's a cult. <laughs> like, I didn't watch it. I have no idea. I'm not. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've um, I've actually come to a point in my life where I don't watch new movies 
my time's limited and I want value for my time, so I just watch <laughs> just movies. Stick with that the I, old idea. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to be good. that guy when you're like 60 of like, oh, it was way better back in the 90s. We're watching Marvel, man, again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I watched Armageddon again the other day. There, there, Armageddon's yeah. Armageddon the best movie ever made. Uh, no, Con Air is. No. Con Air is way oh. better. Oh, come on. It's so good. It come has on. everything. Number one, number one, Ben Affleck's not in fucking. You're right. That's what makes it so great. Ben Affleck is not in Con Air. You, yeah. I haven't seen Con Air. Con Air in so long. It's a great so movie. fucking good. It is a great I, I remember movie. It, it's, it's right up there with one of the top movies of all time. I will say, though, my favorite cheesy 90s action movie is definitely The Rock. That's a good one. Oh, The yeah, Rock? Yeah, Rock is good. The one. Hunt for Red October. That's one of my favorites of all time. I can't even say that I was. Do you know what I was? Well, I'm, I, I guess I'm just that much older. <laughs> you, you, you do get a couple of years was, on this. And it was so funny because it's Sean Connery with his British <laughs> accent as commander of a Russian submarine. <laughs> That's right. I was going to watch that the other day. Bring, it's quite yeah, good. Bring it or down, comrade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> comrade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I... There are so many movies, and I can't. I can't even watch them with my kids. I want to watch Blazing Saddles with my kids. Can't watch that one. No, that's, that's definitely. Can't watch that one. There's so many great movies out there that I'm like, oh, I can't wait for him to get, get old but, enough. Yeah, it's like, but in some ways though, he's like, you can't do it with him because there has to be an element of like, oh, I finally get to watch this. My parents aren't around. <laughs> like, they gotta have that. Don't you watch that movie? Wink. Bye. <laughs> right. Like, Kids, I actually haven't considered this far, but kids, they have, like, unfeathered access to stuff that oh, we yeah. just didn't have. Yeah, but they don't know what they're looking for. No, it's overwhelming. Yeah. that's Like, even I've got that Cinema HD app, I can watch whatever that's ever been on at, at any time, and it's like, oh, there's nothing here. This is dumb. <laughs> it's like, I've I, seen all of this three yeah, times. Yeah, and it's like... You've I'll seen be, all of what you want to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's exactly it. If it doesn't air on Discovery or History, I'm not interested. Oh, Discovery's gone to shit. Well, you know, they've been searching... That Oak Island one, they've been searching for that goddamn treasure. Don't even... Seven, don't I don't start with me. We're going to have to fist fight. No, it, no, no I'm you're, done. you're an Oak I Islander? Done. I am going. I am going to the money pit. <laughs> yes, uh, go ahead. Call me when they get... That's what I care about. I want to see the treasure. I believe it's there. Stop fucking dragging it on for as long as they are. Just fucking find it and then call me when it's ready. I'm tired of the suspense of, oh, are they going to find something? I'm like, yes, they are, if they would just get them off their fucking ass and do it. I wonder if they're making more off of making this protracted long show than they are of what they would find. That's the conclusion I've come to, because... I watch it, my wife hates it, I have to defend it all the time in order to be able to watch it, of course. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm devout, I don't miss it. I, I watch it early, I watch it on Cinema HD, so it's like, it airs on Sunday, I watch it on the Wednesday before, so I, yeah, I'm on. that's the thing, I was on it, my wife and I were both watching it, we're like, oh, this might be interesting. They and might then, get to it, but they, and then it never comes. The and they, they never do, it's, it's like... Well, they need, they need to, <clears throat> like, ultimately... It is a TV show, and it makes for pr- it, it, pretty good TV. But the longer they run it out, the more money they don't have to spend of their own, right? They can fund a lot of these things. But 
my head exploded last year. I'm watching away, and they're like, yeah, we're going through the spoils of the searcher ship from the 60s. And it's like, how long have you owned this island? Yeah. And only now are you just deciding... This is it, this is a time when they more or less knew where the, the yeah. money pit shaft was. Like they had a way better understanding of the geography of the land at that point and where and you never considered to search that. Like you're for a while I felt like they were actively trying not to find it. Yeah. And you were going out of your way to do the dumbest things possible. Yeah, they were like, oh, our machine broke because I hit it with this hammer seven times. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it does feel like that. It feels I, like they're sabotaging I, themselves. I can say this season has been very, like, fruitful. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. They found all these shafts. This is, the, But this is, I, I am so, like, my head exploded. Because, again, this like, I live and breathe by this show. <laughs> Mark Mark will send me pictures, his his location and distance to the money pit. Look how close I am. It's like, <laughs> fuck, I hate it. He's living all the way out there now? No, when he was still doing data stuff, he got called okay. to work somewhere near there. He's, gotcha. he's working on the rigs. He flies back and forth. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, flies here? Yeah, he works out outside of Grand Prairie guy. pretty often. He never calls. Oh, he came to see me uh, w- one time when he was up here, but I was sick as a dog. He showed up at my house. I'm like, hey, dude. How's hey, it going? He, <laughs> he stayed with us like three or four days over the summer. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like me. I don't think Yeah, I can him. see that. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm fine with it. It's good. I'm just like, ah, yeah, yeah. I had this conversation a little while ago with my buddy where I'm like, oh, I thought I was friends with somebody. And then they went through Fort St. John to head up north to like Yellow Knife or something like that. And I haven't seen these people in like 10 years, maybe longer. And I'm like, oh, you were, no, that had been 15 years at that point. And they know where I live. And they're like, oh, yeah, you live in Fort St. John. Yeah, we didn't really stop there. We kind of just uh, stopped there for a beer <clears throat> and a burger. And then we headed out. We didn't, I'm like, fucking see, call. I am so that guy, though. Like, I, like, let, let's say I want to go to Edmonton for a vacation with the family. I'm like, yeah. I don't have time for all that is encompassed yes. with going to see yes. everybody. See, I'm that, like, uh, guilty I just want yeah. to go in, do the thing with my family, get out, <laughs> and just have okay. a, a quick rip. Unless I'm going there to be social, yeah, I won't call. I won't. Yeah. You won't know because I don't want you to feel bad. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time... And, nor do I want to feel guilty because it's a... I'm just there... Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to deny I was there and make up a story. It's yeah. like, yeah, I was there for a reason. I didn't have time yeah. to have an awkward, quick conversation with you that doesn't really have time to go anywhere or say, hey, I'm in town, but you can't see me. Yeah. Well, that's... We all have friends... We live close to Grand Prairie. We all have friends that live in Grand Prairie. Yeah. I'm and, in Grand Prairie every couple weeks. There, I don't, I don't get it that often. But when I do go there, I make an effort to see some of the guys. Sometimes I'm like, man, I don't have time. Yeah, I'll run into some of them there. I'll be like, yeah, I don't have time to hang out with everybody, so we're just heading there. But this is a pro- this is somebody who I thought we were friends. I thought like if they were, co- they're from Quebec. They were from Quebec and they were going through Fort Saint John to go to Yellowknife. I'm like, a beer, a beer. I would have loved to see this person. Now I realize I'm like, oh, we're we're not fucking friends. We're yeah. not. Well, I, I thought we were friends, but we're obviously not. It, it's on my dad's side, but on my dad's side of the family, I was following them on Facebook, and all of a sudden they're in the Dawson Yukon. Yeah, Dawson City Yukon, and it's like, well, there's only one way to get there. Yep. And there's only one road, one highway, 
and it happens to travel through the town that you're well aware that I live in. Yeah. Yet, no phone call, no message like, hey, we're coming through. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, you're busy. Yeah. But we're, we're supposed to be family. I haven't seen you, I've lived here 20 years, I haven't seen you in 20 yeah. plus years. And that's the thing, like, they, they don't come through all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that, that, that hurt. Yeah, but... Yeah. But then I get, that, that but then I, I get a hard sense. time. Well, why haven't you messaged us Dutch when you're in Victoria? It's like, hold on a minute. You're in the Yukon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Back this bus right up. Yeah. Well, whenever I went to Quebec, I would try and get a hold of this person and hang out with them every single time. If I was out there, I would I would try and hang out with this person. And so when they when, when people don't make that effort coming through my town, it's a small city. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's one thing. Like, living in a place like Fort St. John... It's nobody's destination. No. It's always a shitty stop on the way to where you really want to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> to and a more shitty spot further north. <laughs> exactly. The, the north really is nothing special. But, but that's not true. There is parts that are great. We're just smack dab in the shitty part of it. No, no, no. Uh, Fort between The whole drive between here and Fort Nelson is absolute trash. Shit. It's shit. It's yeah, garbage. It's like, absolutely. And then 75 kilometers north of Fort Nelson... <laughs> Gold. It starts to get amazing. Yeah. Gold. So it's not all of the north. We just happen to live in this little asshole of the north. <laughs> yeah. Which is my asshole. <laughs> I like it here, though. Yeah. It's it, very, it's consistent. It's consistent. I I look at this. I'm not an educated man. We are a single income family. Yeah. And I can support my family. That's right. We, we have a, and we have a decent quality of life. We're not oh, yeah. rich. By any means, but we're also not necessarily struggling really yeah. bad. At the, at this the is same this way. is a great place if you are not highly educated, but you want to make good money. <clears throat> you make as much money here as you want. Yep. If yeah. you want it, you can make it. If you don't want it, well, guess what? You can you can still do okay. Mm -hmm. But like I said, like it's nobody's destination. When you live here, you're generally not somebody's reason for mm -hmm. whatever trip they're doing. Unless it's, family it's, and, and you almost you. you almost kind of for, yeah yeah unless family is coming to see you but like people just kind of forget you exist when you exist in a place like this yeah like there's like oh yeah that's right you do live there don't you ah oh, <laughs> totally <laughs> totally you know when in, as opposed to places like Vancouver Quebec uh, you know Toronto or things like that where it's like no this is the destination people come to see us <laughs> you yeah. know like people that live there assume people go to see them yeah. It's and and the, that turns I, that I can turn you all into the time. I that assume turns I have you into an asshole. Friends because of my job, and then I get reminded they're like, "No, you hire them. You've made them hundreds of thousands of dollars." Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're nice to you because they have to. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they just want. My <laughs> wife reminds me of that all the time. He's not your friend. Yeah, like oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's only I think. Devin, Thank you for your pessimism, wife. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Remind me that I have no redeeming qualities. That's super. <laughs> Nobody could possibly like me. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I had the worst day today when it comes to that. Uh, I'm, I'm a horrible cook at the best of times. I nearly didn't cook oven pizzas properly tonight. I was getting so fucking mad at my oven. And I was getting mad. And I was like, I never do dinner. And I finally go out of my way to, you know, help out and make my, my wife didn't have to do it. And I fucking couldn't even do that right. I was so mad. I'm like... Fuck, I hate doing this. I'm so proud angry. to say, and I will not be able to say this again for a while, but I made dinner last night and breakfast this morning. Ooh. Oh. Right? Sugar yeah, I, bear. I do waffles real good. Waffles. Mm. Well, I, I, have a, 
It's the, the smoker. Pre- the pretentious man's pancake. I smoked bologna. There's this. Fuck you. I seen a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the guys in the states. They smoke. You take a big bologna log and then you score it. Oh, put sorry. all this amazing stuff on it, and mm-hmm. then you bologna. smoke it. Bologna. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a big southern thing. Is like doing like a big bologna like loaf almost on a smoker. That, oh yeah. So it would make it taste good. Oh, it's phenomenal. Because I haven't enjoyed a bologna in you know since I was what, have, twelve. Have you ever tried cooking bologna? Yeah. Have you ever had a fried bologna yeah. sandwich with like yeah, cause you shitty with processed the, cheese? It's amazing. You have to have shit on top of shit because oh, <laughs> a little bit of little, yeah, a little bit of melty cheese, a little bit of a little uh, hot sauce and, and mustard on it, like yeah, freaking a. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's breakfast this morning. So we so yesterday I I scored the the bologna. I, yeah. I did this maple syrup with Worcestershire and soy and mustard glaze and i basted it and i smoked it for hours and hours and it was good we had it for dinner yeah and then i whacked up a bunch of chunks of it this morning with some hash browns and some potatoes and i got some Velveeta. smoked that for an hour this morning with some um, eggs and all that i was like so you you that brought was top shelf on on new year's eve for the party here at my place yeah. uh you brought a smoked uh cream cheese yeah and crackers and stuff to dip my kids love it like we we had some leftover right yeah and they just like my son every single chance that we pulled it out he's like oh i love this and he just sit there and mow down i'm like dude chill nice it'll be there and he's like no like he doesn't even like cheese most of the time but that he loved he he went out of his way to love it i'm like oh wow that smoker has changed our lives it, it is the most amazing thing right we, we smoke uh, always oh yeah so well, it's it's the thing to do to be a toxic man. You have to smoke meat. That was gonna well, say. I, know, I was gonna say. Let's get on our topic. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, what's wrong? It doesn't mean anything. I just like to smoke. <laughs> I like my meat prepared a certain way. This is the whole thing. So I was <clears throat> accused of being hyper masculine. What? I ride a motorcycle. I blacksmith. I do all of these things that they just seem like normal. Smoking meat doesn't seem like a particularly masculine thing to do. My wife does it plenty of time because I. It's clear about the fact I don't cook that often. Yeah. And so the fact that you're going out of your way to do something that it, it could be portrayed as cooking. Yeah. What? She, complain? That's, but it's man cooking. Gonna, it's man it's, cooking. It's you're man not over a stove. You're not in the kitchen. You're smoking. You're barbecuing. You're doing man shit. <laughs> man I, get shit. A little, I get a little fanatical about it, too. <laughs> Are you on forums? Are there well, I'm smoking? on forums. There's, <laughs> there's, I'm smoking on talking, forums? there's smoking forums. There's all the time. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, in all honesty, like... When dudes get into something, they yeah. get into it. Like they yeah. focus, Chris, they want to learn how to do it better. They make communities to teach how to do it better. Like it's, and forums, like it, I don't know. Like that to me, it really is a very masculine way to like. Imp- it's just improve. something that dudes do, yeah. right? Because like we don't have cooking shows for that. We don't like sit there and watch like Home Garden Network to figure out how to do meats better. We're like, let's go to the internet. We're gonna get information from people that do shit. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, was, that, that was Christmas Day at our house. We our breakfast. We smoked breakfast Christmas morning, <laughs> and then for dinner we had, and then we had two different smokers going. My brother has a Green Mountain Grill. I have a Traeger. Okay. Yeah. So my brother smoked a ham on the. Green Green Mountain Grill, and I smoked a prime rib on my Traeger Grill, and we had See, two different smokers going on the front step Christmas Day. Devin, your dad had a smoker for years, and I never saw him use it once. No, not once. No, what? Once. It was filthy outside of Danny's house all the time. All the time. Was it, he used it, it like a couple times, I guess, and but it just stayed outside all the time, just uh, not yeah. getting used. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I, he never liked that one. He always wanted something more like a Traeger, more yes. like a smoker grill type of thing. And so now he will often use like those little pucks of stuff, like with the grill that he's got. Yeah. yeah. But that, that just that standalone thing, I mean, that thing was meant more for like smoking salmon, like, yeah. you know, like you're like do racks of it and like have it sitting there for 12 hours. And yeah. That's what it was more. And he wasn't into that. Like, it no. wasn't really what he wanted. No. Ben Ben would do well with a Traeger, <laughs> like a smoker grill, like yeah. you say. But, I mean, he, like, he loved being, loves being in the kitchen. He loves oh, yeah. doing creative, technical cooking. Yeah. That, that, I, I, oh, I look forward to getting to go to his place. For it's a treat. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, getting yeah. to go to his place for yeah. breakfast. I, I, he, and, he and my mom are, like, very much the reasons why I'm, like, super overweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were telling me that. <laughs> <coughs> you didn't actually, your parents didn't start cooking the way that they cooked until later off. Yeah, later it'd, be, life. it'd be, you know, when I was in high school, they started getting into it. And then after I left home, you know, became an adult, they became just like foodies. Foodies. But I eat there a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're amazing cooks. I know. And it's always so decadent and rich and amazing. Yes. Oh, yeah. He, he taught me how to make this uh, scallop prawn fettuccino with a, chi- a fettuccine with a chicken... Uh, white wine base and like just this really really complicated like tons of butter tons of garlic tons of this and, and my wife's like this is amazing and I'm like don't ask me to make it again because I have no idea what I did I still don't remember I'm like it is <laughs> madness and yeah and it's nine thousand dollars because seafood's not <laughs> not cheap oh yeah that was no. a couple of years ago before <laughs> seafood Groceries went nuts unreal right now oh yeah it is ridiculous no frills has a decent price on something I'm like buying meat <laughs> oh, I know. My brother was embarrassed the other day. We went to Walmart, and it, I love discount meat. I and I, I'm not shy about buying. Yeah. And they there was it was I bought nine packages of double reduced. It was fifty percent off ground beef. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What are you doing?" And it's like, "Bro, I'm a single income family, and yeah. this is nine pounds of ground beef at three dollars a package. I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm going to take as many as I can carry. If there was more, if they got a stash of these motherfuckers in the back." We're loading them up, and you're carrying some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't give you bags anymore. I know. Yeah, the, the price and inflation of food right now is nuts. Yeah, it is. It's stupid. I yeah. I I just had to redo my mortgage, and uh, they our rates, and this is not a good time to be redoing a mortgage, like to refinance or restart, or like whatever you got to do, like renew it. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad time. Everything's mm-hmm. really high, except for our six-month term was uh, just over 4%. And I'm like... Yeah, that's not too shabby. That's no. not too... Is, for everything else being closer to 6 7%, like no. around that area, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing six months. And they're like, oh, why? Are you planning on selling? I'm like, no, I just need to get past... I'm not paying 6% for we're, five years. We're on a bubble. I'm we're like, in a bubble. Like, we, we're coming off of it. I yes, know we, we are. are. I know we are. And I'm yeah. like, and she's like, are you, are you willing? Or like, it could be higher. When I'm like, it might be, but I doubt it. I'm going to wait six months. I'm going to pay it out. This, this is fine. It we'll likely be okay. It, and if it, if it's higher, it's not climbing exponentially like it was <laughs> before either. Yep. You're not, you're not anything out. You saved yourself money and whatever higher it could be, is going to balance out whether you signed on at the six year percent on the five year, 6% right now. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right? So the I'm like, oh, I'm just going to hold out. Just yep. going to wait, do the, the cheapest that I can. And usually, normally the, 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 Six month one is a high percentage one because yeah. like no they don't want it. they don't want to discourage, they don't want to encourage that no and the fact that it was as low as it was I'm like oh that's a godsend I am I am blessed because yeah again single income house yep 
We, we're, we're getting by by the grace of God. Well, that's, I was talking to, to a guy that owns one of the accessory shops. He's a, he's a superintendent for us, owns one of the accessory shops in town. His manager just quit, refinanced his mortgage, and his mortgage went up $900 a month. Whew. Nine hundred dollars yeah. a month. That's a kick in the teeth. That yeah. is. It, that that's a showstopper. You have to. <coughs> yeah. Everything changes at night. Like for a family, nine hundred dollars a month is a truck payment. That's yeah. what I pay for my half ton. Oh, I couldn't imagine paying that much for a pickup or a vehicle. But that I mean, vehicles are so expensive right well, now. I know they what, are. Like, that's, that's just what you, you can't finance a vehicle for. For what we used to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't. Literally yeah. impossible. Right now, I may save it. Like, I'm I'm sharing the minivan with my wife for all my work. I'm like, no, this, this is it. We got one vehicle right now. And in the summer, we got two because I got a motorcycle and I get the tools to the job. Leave them there and then I'll use my motorcycle back and forth. Yeah. It's it's a godsend that our second vehicle is paid for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. it's uh, yeah. Because. And that that is a weight uh, that most men carry differently than women. It is. Because um, I was looking into becoming a financial advisor a little while ago. Okay. And when I was looking into it, they were like, yeah, there's some hard years. Yeah. And it's a lot of women that do it and a lot of guys that do it. And I'm like, how do these guys do it? And the more that I learned, these aren't single income houses. Their wife's making money and they're making less for now. Yes. Yeah, and then it flips once they get in and ingratiated in the scene and become a name. Yeah, once you once you there there is a turning point <coughs> which okay, you're no longer the one making less, but you're making more. And the wife is like, "Oh, I'm making more money than my husband now." It's like, "Yeah, cuz he supported you through the through the week times." And and same with but that's what a same with women, is. same with women that are in the workforce. Maybe you made more than your husband for now and then he's in a in a, a, a high risk area. Yeah, for a little while. And then he makes a turnaround. Not all the time. There are guys who are like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home dad. And they can be because their wife makes shitloads of money or decent money. But that's they're, they're few and far between. Yep. And I, I think that's a weight that men carry differently than women. And they don't always see it. And we don't always see it, right? Uh, but does that mean that men just, oh, they're toxic then? Oh, they, they, they're angry all the time. It's like, no, we're tired tired half the time because of work yeah. all day yeah why can't why can't i be tired and stressed from carrying the weight of of a family yeah you know it's it's a lot like like most fa- like all families bills are high money's tight all the time yeah mm-hmm. it's unrealistic and to if, think if that those pressures sick, will not get if to you, you fuck up if you're it's like everything rides on you it's yeah. like, and it's do or die right yeah. if you get fired if you lose your job if you get broken somehow that's it. Until you can get another job, yeah. That's it. And that, yeah, like that what? weight of what could happen. Yeah. What it, if? Yeah. And people, <laughs> it really people drags assume, on a person's oh, soul. you're in Canada. You have a social safety net. No, that safety net ain't doing shit. That safety that safety hit net is nine hundred dollars every two weeks. Yeah, unless you are actually on welfare, <laughs> and then your wife is incentivized to leave you so she can get more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like e- EI is so like. It's it's kind of like the bare minimum just in case. Like, yeah. It's but it won't it won't sustain you. Yeah. No. It, you won't thrive on EI. No. It's, it's, yeah, you're, you're, you're crawling. Like, it's like I think the word safety net is probably a good way. Like you you fell off the t- the, the tightrope. Like you fucked up. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, of course you're not you're not hitting the concrete. <laughs> 
Yeah. But you're not in good shape. Yeah. No. We would... We couldn't... E, EI's half of what our monthly expenditures are. What your are. needs are. Yeah. yeah. It's, EI's enough to support, like, to pay your living expenses, but you're not paying any bills with it. You're not mm-hmm. paying your mortgage. All right. So I've, I've had, I'm working through this thought that I had a little while ago. How do you measure a man? What is the measure of a man? Obviously dick size. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Just get a ruler. Well, everyone compare, measure from the back. <laughs> yeah, measure the from the bottom. You all watched Letter, letter Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you never measure from the top, though. There's just sadness. Uh, <laughs> are you measuring while it's flaccid? <laughs> <laughs> And the whole grower, not a shower. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got you to factor in the Randy Marsh South Park bath, too. That's right. It's for, for calc- adjusted penis size. <laughs> if you factor in all of the adjusted marks, I'm average. <laughs> I'm average. <laughs> uh, South Park has the very best of everything. Oh I don't know how why they do everything so perfect. It's like shooting people's dicks off. I don't want to be part of this. Cartman just... But apart from adjusted penis size, what what do you think of when you think of how do you measure a man? Uh, by his accomplishment. <clears throat> That's how you measure a man. What has he done? Honestly. How how else do you do it? I don't know. I I think it's his family. I think you measure a man by his family. I Yeah, that's I know, something I know, he has done. I know an, I know a gentleman in town. I had, I had like one of those aha moments a while back. And I, for a long time, I, you know, once I looked up to rougher guys and this, that, and the other, and I thought it's like, I really felt like a man was like that tough, strong, and just bar deal with yeah. anything. And then, uh, a very fl- close friend of mine lost his wife due to cancer. And I watched him give a speech about losing his wife to cancer. And that was the strongest, toughest man that I've ever seen. Yeah. And that, that, when I, you know, it's like it, it changed a lot for me. It changed but, my perspective on things. It's like I looked at that. It's like that is actual. But it's, be, it's because of something you saw, something he did, how yes. he endured. Yep. It's not about how much money you make. No, it's not. It's not. When you, accomplishments, it's, so what? Yeah. It, it, it's you, you could see the most successful guy in the world, but if yep. he has no wife, so no kids, no nobody. I, I would say character would be character. That yeah. would be how I would measure it because, yeah, but, like a person, like because you can look at people with no character who accomplish lots in life. But you're like, like, like I don't respect you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. But you you can also look at people that have been dealt a shitty hand or have things go on in life, but they have character and the way they carry themselves through times when you look at it and you're like, I don't see material success happening here, but I see moral successes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you also, you, you can't <clears throat> deny that at some level, a guy with great character, but has done nothing. Like I'm talking like literally did nothing. Just been a really nice guy. No, nice is not character. But that's what I mean. Like he, he might be great. He might be in a, a lot of ways, but he's done nothing at all. But you, he didn't build a family. You know? How would he you know? Because you I'm, I'm, you... I'm just saying measurable things. Family. You wouldn't know what his character is because he's never had. To, it's been too easy. There's no measure of his character because he's never had to show it. Yeah. So, but what I, what I see is character is 
the qualities that affect how he deals with stuff, not what, not not the actual what you know what things are. Yeah. As much as it's looking like, you know, when something happens, when a curveball is thrown away, how does he move? The quality that determines that is, I think, what I would see as as the most masculine thing. Like it's how I judge somebody. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like it's not. Yes. yes. When they're it, it when they're if somebody's stressed in the middle of the worst situation. Are they screaming and swearing and jumping around and acting like a lunatic, or are they proceeding through with kindness and grace? Yeah, yeah or just or just like wisdom. Yes, like yeah. you know, did you did you move through that shit storm like you know like a, like a cry baby, but somehow come out of it on top? Yeah, or did you like do the right things? Yes, the right way so with the strength, right the strength mindset. Of strength, yeah, like it's the kind of an inner strength is how I see as. That, that's that's really how what I see as the defining thing of how to measure a man. Yeah. I don't know. There's a certain level of fruit that I think we need to see sometimes, too. You need to see some part of his life that, I don't know, <clears throat> they're, they're not accomplishment, but um, evidence. Like, oh, he's, he's uh, a man who desired to be a father or 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 in your case, didn't even desire to be a father and became one. And what did you do? You had two. You had options. You could just say, fuck this noise. Or you step up. You just jump right in. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what does this look like? And yep. you, you, you stepped up. Uh, yeah. How do you handle it when things happen? And, and but, there, but what comes but, from that is the evidence of... But, I mean, but fruit may go away, right? Like, that's fam- true. family may die. <laughs> like, things may wither. Things yeah. may not work out. Yeah. But you can still be somebody of, like, utmost character, even when even when the thing you think you're you're reaching for vanishes in front of your, your fingertips. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Look at Tom Jensen. Mm. You know? It's like Tom Jensen lost a grandson. Mm-hmm. And, and look at the way he carries on. You know, yeah. He's he's strong. He didn't let that, you know, people that changes people, and you know, and oh yeah, generally not for the better. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine going through that. Could could not imagine. No. Like yeah. something about kids. They just they they get my heart all the time. It's horrible. I'm like, I don't even like that. There's a movie out there where uh, the daughter dies in it. Uh, what is it called? Some Christian movie, and most Christian movies are hot garbage. And I know the one you're talking about. It's hot garbage too. But the, the, the <laughs> <laughs> but there was a part of it when it came to the daughter. I'm like, oh fuck! I haven't cried in years, and that was one of those ones there. Like, I don't even watch it. Go courageous. That's the name of it. Yeah. Where it comes to kids, where it comes to my son, I just have no risk tolerance. My risk tolerance is zero. I don't risk him. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking more and more risks, and it's terrifying. I'm like, okay, m- even today, we went to MCC, mm-hmm. and it's a small step for me. But my daughter's like, hey, can I go look at this thing? And I'm like, yes. And in my back of my head, I'm like, fuck. Just let her go. Let her walk around. Let her do her thing. And just, I'm half keeping How? an eye. Oh, I don't even, I don't, just, I do, you, I do not have the capacity. Because I'm, I'm told well, I my, smother my, all my, the time. <laughs> my kids are a little bit older than yours, too. Yes. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm not saying I should let my son go. That's not what I'm getting but the the normal steps that I'm supposed to be taking, I still dress the little fucker. 
Like, I just like doing nice things for Oh, him. my God. I'm, like, yelling at the kid, like, put your damn pants on. We're not a pajama family. Oh, <laughs> oh your father-in-law, I hear him all the time. I'm secretly mad at Nick on the inside right oh, now. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Because we were over at Ben and Sue's for Boxing Day, and we are yeah. talking about kids, whatever, and Buster will wipe his own ass everywhere except for at home. It's, and he really? Just, oh, yeah, and he just refuses. If he came here, he'd just go poop and be good. He'd wipe his own little butt and carry on. Huh. At home, Mom! Mom! <laughs> and it's like, he will not wipe his own ass. So I'm like, hey, I, was, I asked, I think I asked your mom or I asked your dad. I'm like, how do I deal with it? And he's like, do you know who the problem is in this scenario? You. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I love how blunt it can be. Oh, it's okay. a, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a curse. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> it's one common factor, and he's not wrong. There, there is no. One he thing. is he's not like, wrong. There. You're right, but I'm trying to. That's not helping. Yeah. This is not. I'm not. This you, not. <laughs> you don't need to be right now. Right now, Nick. It's it's so tough, and yeah. What? How much do you let them go, and how much do you let them just do? And I'm like, ah. Oh, as a dad, it's terrifying because you're the protector. It's your job. Your job is to you take care of them and make sure that they can fail safely. I don't want them to fail. No, that's, they that, must fail. That's the problem. I don't. I've got to disconnect. Yeah. I need to learn some of that because I never yeah. want to see him fail. I just. I want to do well, this for him. Er, I want to guide him. Earlier, I just earlier in this podcast, you were talking about how failing is super important. Like you need to learn how to do it good. <laughs> Breeds character. Yep. <laughs> yep. However. My kids get. <laughs> however. <laughs> however. However. Easier. Like. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've, I've been through a lot. I, I was a, I have only met my father a couple times. I'm in my early forties. I've lost my mom. My grandfather's gone. My stepdad's gone. My best friend's gone. Like, you know, it's. Yep. There's been a lot, but. Yeah, but it's how you got through it, and if if given the opportunity, or if if presented that scenario with your son right now, do you think he'd be able to endure? Endure. I ultimately, I know he can't. It the you know losing my mom affected him greatly. That was one of the things that I'm concerned about right now. Is I knew going into this, I took a long time. My mom was sick for a while. We, it wasn't like she was killed in a car accident. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. No. Um, so we had time to deal with it. So I knew that I was going to go through grief in the process and ups, downs and the whole thing. And I, you know, I tried to do as much as I could to, to limit that exposure, to have, to minimize the impact that it would have on me and thus on the rest of my world. Yeah. And through that, I completely disregarded it. He's five. He was four at the time, actually. So I, I was like, well, his grandma's going to die. But outside of that, I didn't. Yeah. I just assumed he would be a little sad. He wouldn't see her and he kind of move on. But it actually, it affected him greatly. He's still, well, still upset about it. I know, I know it's not the same thing. I'm just making this very clear when I say this. Not the same thing. But I know, Devin, your son had a a thing where he, he started recognizing death in a different way as well when you had one of your dogs put down, and he was there for it. And he kind of saw it, and he didn't realize it until it actually happened, and he didn't know how it would affect him. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that was strange because that being in the room when Lizzie passed from the injection, mm-hmm. like seeing living dog and then seeing dead dog, like that was the first time he'd ever seen a dead body. Yeah, like other than like a squash bug or something like that, right? Yeah, like, yep. and where? Yeah, and like once he realized, like, oh, Lizzie's gone, like gone, gone, like the thing that was there that was Lizzie is snuffed out. Like, yeah, that at that moment. Then, like, it was, it was like a weird, like, oh, why are we here sort of moment to tears, crying. Yeah. Well, that was reality slap. <clears throat> reality slapped him hard in the face. And so you're saying yeah, like something death, death similar is a to real that. thing. Death is a real thing. Death is a real deal it's, thing. It is odd that for a species such as ourselves that everybody dies. We don't get over it very, like, we do well, that's not the have thing. the same like coping death, as other uh, species. Well, that's, the, we, we, we shouldn't take it so hard as we do. But we do. It's well. I mean, think about it. Death, though. death like, is inevitable. It is. A, it is an absolute fact of life. Yeah. Think about it. Like how disconnected from death we are now as a society, though. Like unbelievably, you know, it, it used to be like people died from the plague all the time. Yeah. Like or like you know like a couple of your siblings weren't going to live to be grown ups. Yeah. Or I used to. My, my, oh, I've yeah. talked to my grand my grandmother about it many times because uh, you know she's she's in her nineties now. So she grew up through both wars and mm-hmm. she lost the majority of her brothers to war. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was, that was That's a reality, reality of, of growing up. Yeah. 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 During those and times. We don't have that. We're so disconnected from it because <laughs> or, people or are ev- living or so Or even long. eating meat, right? Like, like for just centuries and centuries, if you wanted to eat meat, either your family killed that or you went to a butcher, <laughs> like where they slaughtered animals and had them hanging there. And now they just go get it at the store. Yeah, you get it prepackaged. That, the, that's where you get. The, that's where they get the, the meat too. The, the, the blood is gone. The the death is gone. The carcass isn't there. Like right. Like even eating meat as carnivores, we're separated entirely from the idea of no something died for this. Yeah. We, like we just we don't do death no. in Western in the Western culture. No, I. That's. I would love to homestead. The idea of homesteading to me is the most amazing. But what? But what, do you, what, what, but what, what stops what? me from homesteading is I can't kill. We weren't, we've we've reached that. <laughs> I, I'm not a hunter. I can't live off the land. Yeah, you need the hunting friend. He's like, I will have a cow. I, I, I will milk it, and I will yeah. give you the milk, and you give me meat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever butchered a chicken or anything like that? It's no. See, yeah, I no. grew up even as a kid. Like it was. Got, no, we would fish. go to some my friend's farm, and we we're like, oh. They're beheading chickens today, and they're like, "Okay, cool." So as kids, we just saw it like, and this thing they ever, chuck it over the fence, them? and they're running around like yeah. idiots. Yeah, you saw them like get up and run around oh, from yeah. the nervous system. Yeah, their nervous system still going. They're running around. This is me as a child. I don't. <laughs> like, like, the weird. The weird thing is, is it feels like they're coming after you. <laughs> See, I, I was a child in Victoria. Oh so yeah, yeah, no, that's a different. Okay, show. so I was far, to, far to explain, like when yeah, when when you're butchering a chicken, you chop its head off. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the body still does stuff, you know, and they get up and they run like quite often. And like sometimes some of them would like, for whatever reason, the direction that their, you know, mindless body was going was after you. So you're like running away from a zombie chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would mess me up that. And, and, and then what they would do is they would bring it inside into the house because this is what they had and they would put it in the bathtub. It's like, yeah, this is where they're going to bleed out. Like, this is where we drain the chickens. And uh, we never, so the we never, the whole thing would like that. We never the, bled them out like inside, like we had a place outside to do like all of that part. But what I remember was we didn't have a place 
we didn't have a place to like blanch the chickens so they did it inside on the stove and so our whole house smelled like yeah boiled feathers which is just the, oh i can't they, remember they, they had a it lingered machine for, lingered for days yeah and that's the thing i like <laughs> my best friend's house that's what we we you go to the bathroom while there's a tub full of dead chickens and you're pissing in the toilet <laughs> it was just oh, yeah See, I'm soft. So that is not, that has never been my reality. Yeah. And I don't see it changing. Not right away. No, anyways. I'm comfortable. I am comfortable. What, what, how would you do in an apocalypse? How would I do in an apop- apocalypse? Yeah, apocalypse thinking of like, all right, now we're living off the land because we have to. Now we're going to, now I, if I'm going to eat meat, it's because I have to kill that thing. Somebody's got to back up these people doing the killing. <laughs> That's right. Somebody has, Somebody to, has to organize Somebody the killing pre- machine. Could, okay, let's say you didn't kill it. Could right. you, you're just forever being forever being dispatched. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't know what. In a zombie <laughs> apocalypse, I don't know what they're after, but it's like, I'll just send a group of the I under guys dis- out to the pod and they can bring some stuff back. <laughs> I'm really good at smoking. Yeah. <laughs> what, what'd you I'll do? prepare. I'll prepare. <laughs> what'd you do in the before times? Exactly the same as this. Yeah. Does dispatch. Dispatch yeah. for an oil field company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Could you could you learn to butcher and skin? Do you think? You couldn't kill it. That's but but skinning it's not bad. So one time we shot this deer and then they made me touch the hoof when we were skinning it and I just cried. And <laughs> oh, cried. really? Oh. oh, yeah. oh. There was a, there was a time out at the Friesen's Pig Pavilion where I wasn't I was on a motorcycle trip, but the Carissa and, and Mac were there. And the Friesenator had a, a butchered deer, like a deer that he shot that day. Yeah. And he was like, hey, kids, you want to come see? And they all went out there. And Mac, you know, when I got home, Mac was like, dad, 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 I touched a moose eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids would do that. Yeah, no, no, like, well, no, one, no one that's the, not the reality of our it. family. Talia would definitely do it. Gideon, maybe. Alexis, no. She would just run away. I guess I really am one of those guys from the South. <laughs> I am from Are Victoria, just, I guess. From Victoria land. Turns out I'm soft. Okay, uh. so when I was a teenager, uh, the first deer that I shot, we went out. We we got this deer. That was that was an oh my god moment. I suck at this. <laughs> and and realizing my dad sucked at this too. <laughs> I can't imagine hunting with your dad. Oh yeah, like I mean. Fuck it. If you guys are listening to this, grow, grow a set. So, I, th- I think we... we <laughs> like, th- it was the definition of a bad kill. Right? Oh, like, no. Oh, yeah. So... We shot it in the leg. <laughs> well, the idea was, like, <laughs> I... eat it. <laughs> I wanted... I, I was going to shoot it. It was my first year. I had the tag. Like, I'd done the core course and all that, right? And when the time came to shoot the deer... I got buck fever, like the shakes, right? The the excitement, the yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just and Jitters. wound up wound up clipping it. It fell down, but it wasn't like it was it was a bad shot, like oh. it, it was not a fatal shot. Yeah, and so my dad went to go shoot it, and like it's sitting there, like point blank rage, <laughs> like took took a shot. It's the same thing, bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> That so it's gonna be so tough. And so he, you know, and like, I guess you know, 
he he did the thing he figured was was you know best thing to take instead of this misery. He's like, well, it'll die soon, but we should probably bleed it out. So he went to go bleed it out, and so instead of cutting the arteries, he's sawed across his trachea. <laughs> it was like it was one of those moments where like, what the this fuck is happening? <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, I know. Like, butchering chickens, pigs, all that. Whatever, fine. But don't go hunting with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. You're dead. There's, there's, there's a list a mile long of people I will go hunting with before my dad. Yeah. But when it comes to survival, like apocalypse style, I'd be like, yeah, I want you. I want to know how to keep milk fresh. I want to know how to. Yeah. Make make a shitter in the woods. (laughs) Oh. With yeah, that, if there's an that, apocalypse, I'm going to be busy blacksmithing, making yeah. things for the killers. <laughs> That's right. So the yeah. the comedy of errors continues with this deer. I'm remembering <laughs> all the shit now. <laughs> so we got the deer skinned, like right, like field dressed and then skinned and all that stuff, and we took it to our garage and hung it up to dry age, right? Yeah. Because like, you want you want to let the meat sit for several days or or even up to a week or whatever before you start like butchering yeah. it and cutting it up and stuff like that. So, you know, the deer carcass is hanging in our garage and, and to keep it cold, like we lifted up the garage door a couple inches to let cold, fresh air in. Yep. All f- felt all good, right? We lived in town. And one one day, like, I don't know, a couple days after, after we started hanging the thing there, wake up in the morning and there's this big story about a grizzly bear in town. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, and it and it, it like the thing had to get put down because it was going around from yard to yard all over. Oh goodness! All over town, we're like, oh man, this is crazy. We go outside, and there's grizzly bear paw prints all over our front lawn, trying like all around the the garage door <laughs> to get to the deer. <laughs> I'm like, I was thinking they're like, is this grizzly bear thing my fault? <laughs> It's like, did it come? <laughs> looking, did it come? Yeah, beckoned by you, the Devin. smell. It's of all about you. But I mean, seriously though, yeah, like, yeah. there's literally a dead animal hanging there. Those things can smell well. Yeah, we're we're in a uh, a house close to the edge of town, like not like in yeah. the center, right? Like, it's like this thing may have came here for for yeah. our deer, for your deer, <laughs> and it died for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, so we, we might have been the cause of that. <laughs> Maybe what? Cannot, that was long enough ago. We're good. Statue of limitations is far gone. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a teenager. <laughs> I was a dumb, lazy teenager. <laughs> and when I was ten, we moved from Victoria to the north end of the island. This right small town, Port Alice. It's like twelve hundred people. Yeah. <clears throat> Black bears are a real fact of life in Port Alice. It's it's one square kilometer type carved out of the side of a mountain. There's bears mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. So you would have to like. Keep your garbage and do all the bear-proof things. Well, I was a stupid, lazy teenager, and I didn't close. We lived in, like, Stratus, a townhouse you own, but we lived in this, like, row of townhouses, and there was a little, went through a fence, and there was a little area out front to get to our front door. Mm -hmm. And we kept our garbage and stuff in there, and we just kept the the fence closed and kept the bears and everything out. There was no issue. Well, I didn't close the door on this particular day, and a bear wandered up and like parked his ass right against the door and almost busted in the front door. And my mom and my brother and stepdad and me were all upstairs in the window looking in the bear and they're trying to like shush it away. Like, oh, bear. Shush it? Yeah. <laughs> bear fuck off sort of thing. Like, <laughs> well, would you guys have had any guns? No. We were, my mom was a hippie. 
So <laughs> we weren't even allowed gun-shaped toys as a kid. Oh, I no. I, you know, I had no guns as a child ever. I didn't. I never had. I never had a cap gun. You see that? You said you were a lazy teenager. I've teenagers aren't known for being lazy, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, I just, just little shits never doing what they're yeah, told. No, I mean, I it just, depends. I, teenagers can be very motivated when it's for girls or fun. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I was very motivated and... for mischief and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but like chores, like what teenager is like really motivated to go right take out garbage to do chores to wash dishes? Fine, you know, my brother was like that actually. Motivated to do all that shit? Yeah, no, he was. Keener. Which, yeah, you know, it made me look extra bad because I was extra not motivated. Teenagers <laughs> are like lazy as a whole. It's like, why, I was why would I, I be the motivated pack. when you're motivated? Yeah, I don't have to be. Look at all the things See, you're that's, doing. that's why socialism never works right there. It's like, <laughs> I don't have to be motivated. He is. Hmm. And then he stops trying. It's like, why aren't you trying? You're making us look bad. Yeah, I uh, I have not actually killed a deer. I have to say, I've been hunting for elk. I've been hunting for deer, and I just you never, keep getting I, skunked. Just I, never got anything, and then uh, yeah, just time never quite came. I've killed things, but never, uh, never. I think it, that's why I think I'd be okay to kill a deer. If you've killed a dog, which is something innocent, and you're not getting meat out of it, and you're like, oh, I feel bad. That that's it's, it's a, a it's a different thing because like, but you, a almost, deer, you, almost think, you almost think of a dog like a little person, right? It's a yeah. little, it's a little. We human, we overly humanize pets. Yeah, we yes. do. We do. So like putting we one give down them names and it's more like trying to euthanize something than <laughs> than it is going to hunt for food, right? Yeah. You Where look I at think, game for all its beauty and stuff like that, but you're still like you're a meat source. Yeah. Where that's why I don't think I'm going to have the uh, crying because cause that's the thing. As the hunters talk about this all the time. All guys, your very first kill, you cry. Well, my first Seriously? kill is a dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, no, oh, I didn't have that. Like, with, no. with that really? deer or anything? No, no. It, wasn't, it wasn't emotional. It wasn't emotional at all. I really? Kill, I did like, shoot I was, deer, I just cried. I was all jacked up on buck fever. It was like adrenaline, excitement. Okay, because Mike was, Mike was saying, he's like, yeah, a lot of hunters cry after their, for, for their first kill. I would believe that. I shot a grouse. I didn't cry. Yeah, exactly. Sh- shot birds out uh, the wild. And yeah, we were, yeah, I, I've been hunting. I'm... That deer, I didn't shoot that deer. This yeah. guy Larry shot the deer. Oh man, I went grouse hunting once, and with a pellet gun, right? Like, like this was me as like a preteen. Yeah. Like before going to get the deer, so I had a, I had an overblown sense of my own marksmanship <laughs> from this one experience. We went out deer hunting. We saw one. Thing like, is, your decent shot. I've seen you shoot. Yeah. It's a decent shot, but like, so I had this like pellet gun, not a, not a shotgun, not anything. It wasn't, this is not a hunting rifle. Right? Yeah. So I sit down, take a, my dad's kind of like, <laughs> uh, you know, that's adorable. He thinks it's going to like pop a shot and like hit it straight in the head with, a, with just the pellet. You know, and the thing just dropped. And I was like, it's like, yeah, I'm the fucking man. <laughs> I, I had a way overblown sense of marksmanship that I've never lived up to. <laughs> I seen that happen. My, we, I was camping with a buddy of mine, and he grabs this hunting rifle. And he's like, "I'm going to shoot this bird out of the tree." It's like, you shoot birds with buckshot yeah, for a yeah. reason, because that's oh, how, yeah, with birdshot, yeah, 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 with birdshot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just grabs the rifle and goes, "Yeah, I'm going to kill that bird." And the bird hits the ground. It was like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. Have you ever been like duck hunting? No. That is fun. Yeah, I bet. 
I I did that too, and I got nothing. I'm, really? Man, yeah, oh. fucking geese or whatever we were oh, doing. I'm like, wow. fuck. I just I used to go ski shooting need, all the time. I was, I was gonna say, I was once. gonna say like take a shower, but maybe that's the opposite. Like you need <laughs> yeah, to get an extra funk, it's, smell like your environment, roll around in the dirt a little bit. Yeah. They can smell the French on you. You gotta get that off. <laughs> we need to get so, every time I go to shoot something, <clears throat> I put drop my rifle and put my hands up. I don't know, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. We need because you probably have a shotgun. We need to get some shotguns and go skate shooting. I used to go skate shooting all the time. It's the most I, fun ever. I need it to is get super a, I fun. I do yeah. need to get a proper shotgun. I've got a Defender, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Defenders are for defense. Not They're for, for defense. They're not great for, for target practice. They're great for ATVs and <laughs> that's it. I want to get a Defender, a little pistol grip Defender. Yeah, yeah they're great. Yep. Just just for camping, just for whatever, just for yeah, life. They, well, that, oh, yeah, everyone needs one. It's, they're great. I gotta get another. I gotta get more guns. I just need more guns. <laughs> yes. Okay. I need to get them on the DL right now because <laughs> I don't. I don't trust our government not to yeah. come for them all. Yeah. I mine. Oh man. I wish I didn't lose all of my guns in a boating accident. Whoops. <laughs> Happens all the time up here, even in the winter. <laughs> I hate our government. They make me so angry. I. The thing is, I we're completely upper underrepresented. In media, like I, I do feel like a lot of Canadian people who are against our government are not giving the promotion that they should be given. Yeah, it's it's, it's because we're all contained in the West. Is it, start trying. No, you know what? It's, no. it's not even the same. It's the North. Like there are plenty of conservatives in Ontario, in Quebec, in yeah. Met, like all over the place. But like the real division politically. It's north and south. Yeah. Across the country. It's, it's not a, actually east west. No, it's a north south. It definitely <coughs> is. Because if if you're if you're down south where it's a little nicer and, and maybe central west, what like like Saskatchewan, Alberta, like those places, yeah, they're hyper conservative in a lot of ways. But when you got to Vancouver, Ottawa, Toronto, like these places and Winnipeg because they're fucking retards. I'm sorry, most of Manitoba, I can they're all idiots. They're like, Oh, we love NDP. Because they might get something. No, they're the poorest province of all the provinces, and they think they're going to get something out of it. It's like, no, you keep electing retards. Well, yeah, they keep electing people that are going to promise. Promise them <laughs> the, shit the, and the, give nothing. And it's yeah, like, oh, I mean, eventually. like, if you're, if you're going to vote NDP, like, you're voting for basically, like, financial equity to be made, right? Like, yeah. the whole thing is a communist system. So, yeah, the have-nots are going to want yeah. the power, the people in power that are going to take from the wealthy and give to them. Yeah. The equality payments or equalization payments that, or whatever the yeah, BC yeah, sends yeah. back east. That's my largest argument against BC separating. I call BC America's corridor and I feel like we should just fucking leave Canada, join the states. Yeah. And okay. make a, and, and join and once for all connect the lower 48 to Alaska. That's right. Bing. There you go. And we just need to call and just refer to ourselves as America's corridor. Yeah. That I, actually might I work. I have a plan. That yeah. might work. Because like second amendment. Because the states are all smaller, right? Yeah. Yep. So I, I can foresee there being some more lines drawn and like Vancouver Island, lower mainland being like their own states that are sort of Washington-esque. Yeah. And then Washington the northern White. ones being like, you know, like Montana, Idaho, Texas. Yeah, you could have more of your own voice for the north because you'd be like, no, like the north is a state. Would we, would we call ourselves North Fair. Texas? I think you convinced me. I, th I think we should be called North Texas, though. No longer British Columbia, North Texas. We are North Texas. 
<laughs> yeah. That's legit. There's there's oil. Yep. There we love guns. We do love guns. Uh, yeah. And barbecue. Yeah, North Texas. Turns out people in the North barbecue oh, as much as people in Texas. There's plenty of yeah. states that love that shit. Yeah. Well, you could be South Alaska. <laughs> Southern Alaska. <laughs> Turns out Alaska loves cannabis. What? Yeah. Alaska's stoned. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Who isn't stoned now? Yeah. I just assume everybody is all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. But yeah. I mean, as a culture. Do you want to be? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Never let fear or common sense Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but I, I really do think it would be a great thing to just... Maui Wowie. I think it would be a great thing to just get the hell out of like Canada and be like, okay, we need to show them what they've been missing. And I know that Alberta would come along too. Yes. Honestly, Alberta's like... <sighs> I have a hard time with Alberta at the best of times because they're so extreme at so many levels. They'll vote conservatives, then they'll go NDP just because, oh, conservatives didn't appreciate us. It's like, fucking calm your tits. Relax. Just settle down. Yeah, throw a fit, but don't vote NDP. They're absolute garbage. They have really nice ideas, but they're... No, I'm good. Uh, no, I'm doing the sober thing for January. It sucks. Yeah, what's the fun in that? Uh, I it's mean, a, it's to, a say you can. It's a say I can. I don't have a problem, but <clears throat> in order to prove it to myself and others, I just take a break. I'm like, hmm. yeah, I'm good. Which I to love prove that. to others, really, and myself, <laughs> and myself. Yes, others, because some people are like, oh, you're always drinking. I'm like, no, I don't have to. And this is my my time. My time to shine is now. Yeah. And then, then, then yeah, oh, February first. Fucking get ready. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's not better. I know some people are like, like if they do a January thing, uh, New Year's Eve, they're just getting like, I got to just get straight liquored right before taking a month. I'm like, that's, you're missing the point. <laughs> yeah. So. You see people dieting all the time. It's like, I'm going on a diet tomorrow. I'm going to eat all this shit. It's like, why do you want to make your problem worse before you start? Right. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> before you start your diet, you're like, okay, I want to trigger my addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is I want to make my body plan, crave this shit extra. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it, and you're extra, hu- you know, it's like if you power through a large pizza, you're extra hungry the next morning anyway. Yeah. From All right. So yeah. You've like totally just fucked your ma- metabolism. Yeah. There, there is this thing I want to, I want to talk. Okay. They talk about, being one of these carnivorous guys that's like very it's a it's a the epitome of toxic masculinity is like, yeah, oh, eat a raw ball sacks. <laughs> okay if i say hey man i'm gonna eat a little healthier what do you think i'm gonna do more, veg- more vegetable well yeah. most people what well, would you think would be the direction if you're saying i'm gonna eat healthier well that that depends like for you like choosing to eat more vegetables would be the way to do it yeah like for some people i'm like damn like Grab a steak instead of so much pasta. Yeah. You know, that yes. would be a positive thing for them Where to do is I have some protein in their... I think that's a a, uh, a skewed thing to think. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to eat healthier. So, like, I'm going to eat more vegetables. Who says vegetables are healthier? It's a full... It's a whole food. Meat's a whole food. Yes. Yes, yeah, you're, you're supposed to There's eat There's nothing food. inherently yes. healthier about vegetables than there is meat. But the, that's the thing. Everyone, the, they, they, they assume <clears throat> that, oh, in order to eat healthier, I need to like, eat less meat... And more vegetables. It's like, Nutri- I think, no, it's not actually true. I think well, that's that, because that a true. lot of us overeat, particularly on red meat. Yes. Like, we have so much of it. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to eat red meat about equivalent to the size of your hand. It's supposed to be the portion. Yeah. So, I'm meat. not eating enough. It's the problem. 
I don't. I don't eat enough meat. I should eat more. I when I say that, I'm eating a lot of fucking pasta. I am not a fan of pasta. Mm-hmm. Why do you eat it so much? Because my wife makes it, and I am a bad cook. <laughs> I love pasta. <laughs> I love bread. I eat too much bread. That, I, uh, <laughs> that's been the one nice thing. I don't eat bread at all now. Really? That, that's how yeah. I know you're really French. You hate pasta but love bread. Like, that is <laughs> that, the most French fucking thing you've ever said. That is. The I m- did go to school with a baguette one time. I bought. I brought a entire. I went to the store, bought a baguette, uh, and I walked around high school with a baguette. God, I hate you right now. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I don't. I hate breaded things, but yeah, effectively, I've never I don't despised know. you more. <laughs> the other night we were playing that game it was the first time I've had popcorn in two years. Oh, really? Yeah, you're not supposed to eat popcorn after bariatric surgery, which oh. I actually didn't know until until after I had the surgery. I'm like, I googled it. I want you know, I googled everything just to see what I could have. Not, and I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna have some popcorn and. Turns out popcorn can swell in your stomach and get caught in this. It that. swells. Interesting. I thought popcorn was one of those things when it hit moisture, it like yeah. No, up. it's turns out no. <clears throat> it's, they're quite bad. It's quite bad for you. Rice too. I actually thought rice was another one of those things that I thought. Oh, I probably have. You know, it's like I fucking hate rice. Me too. My wife loves it because uh, she just she does. She's like, I like rice. I'm like, give me oh, potatoes. No, I, to- I totally dig rice. I, I, hate I rice. do not care for it. I love it's, sushi. It's a, pain I love, the, it's a pain in the ass. I love Indian food. Indian food needs rice. Uh, yes, but 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 they don't have plain rice. They add things to it to yeah. give it flavor. Well, yeah, that's called cooking. No, you season no, everything. No, my wife makes a rice and then we put shit on it. And I'm like, I, it's such a pain. It's a pain. I don't enjoy it. She knows I don't enjoy it, but I'm not going to tell her not to cook it because she does enjoy it. So I'm going to say, honey, I don't care. I'll eat it, but I'm not. I'm not like. Here's oh, one of these man. measurement tools. Because growing up, we went. My stepdad really loved like fried sausage and white rice. Mm-hmm. And I uh, we ate it all the time as a kid, and I fucking hated it. And now my wife loves rice, and you know what we don't have in my house? Fucking rice. <laughs> I don't care how much she enjoys it. Eat rice yeah. when I'm not home. Scratch that. And that's now how I define a man. Whether or not the rice is in your home, if your wife likes rice and you don't. <laughs> nope. If you don't like it and it's in your house, that's you are right. less of a man. Yeah. No, we don't. No. We, we don't eat rice at my house. <laughs> but or soup. I'm not thirsty. I'll have a fucking drink thing. You don't like soup? No, I don't eat soup. What? I'm not fucking thirsty. If I was thirsty, I'd have a drink. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm hungry. I'm going to have a meal. It's so good for you. Soup is watery stew. I weighed 500 pounds at one point in my life. Do you think I cared whether something was fucking good for me? (laughs) Jesus. You should should like it now. Soup? Yeah. No, I hate soup. How, How is soup inherently good for you? It's full of... Rice, vegetables, and salt is pretty much the main ingredients for soup. What do you make it with? You make it with bone broth. Broth is marrow. That is bone marrow. Super high in vitamin. Super, like, it's really, it's a superfood. It is. Bone it's a big thing in grilling super right good now. For, you, has, you grill the bone, you scrape the marrow up, So smoke a steak. couple bones and put the oil on your bread. <laughs> uh, it's all you, about, you don't need to drink a watery stew. It's all about that bone broth. It's so I am playing the devil's good. advocate. I fucking love soup. <laughs> I don't have soup. We don't. Again, soup and rice. These are things that don't exist in oh, my like house. Freaking I, like like ramen or or pho. I've refused to call it what it's actually called. It's spelled it's spelled spelled pho. Spelled pho. Is that your biggest pho? Isn't it called People pho? Pho pa to pho. pronounce it. Yeah, to pronounce it right, it's a faux pas in my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you just know you're not going to get along with somebody if somebody calls yeah, it pho. Yeah, if if I find out a friend of mine calls pho pho, we're done. 
Yeah, we, we done. It's over. Friends off. Friends off. Well, it comes back to guys named G off that call themselves Jeff. That's a real issue for me. <laughs> I, I Either knew, spell it Jeff or say it G off. I, yeah. <laughs> wasn't your neighbor, One or the other. Wasn't your neighbor a G off for a while? He was a G off. That's how he spelled it. Uh, I don't. Like, I know I had never interacted with him enough to see him spell his name. He's we we were like high in the part in, in, in the driveways, like kind of neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> but I, there was a guy in, in college with me and so I had a good buddy in college whose name was Jeff and he spelled it Jeff, like a real man. My, my uncle's name, my, I have an uncle. So there was, there was another fella, there was another fella whose name was spelled was G off, right? He had the whole G off thing. And I'd never met him before, and I like, you know, saw like I was like a like a list of people of like, who's in my group. I'm like, oh, a guy named G off is in my group. What a fucking weird name! I'd never seen it spelled that way until I was in college. <laughs> and I called him G off to his face, <laughs> completely unironically, <laughs> thinking that was honestly his name. Yes, yes. Okay, that that does bring bring me to something. Do you know I really hate? When people apologize for saying names wrong, I think you've... I've said it before. I'll say it again. I will not apologize for saying something wrong, especially in a different culture. If I don't say your city right, like, uh, what's that? The capital of, uh, I think it's Bangkok or something like that. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> but, are you doing? Uh, my wife just asked we're recording. Yes, we're recording. Um, Istanbul or, I don't know, one of these fucking places, middle of one of the stands. I don't care. If I say it incorrectly, I don't live there. I don't speak your language. Kiev. There's a perfect example. How do you sell, say Kiev or Kiev or the capital of Ukraine? Because everyone's like, oh, the Russians say it like this. So if you say it like this, you're supporting the Russians. If you don't say it like this, you, 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 you shut the fuck up. I don't care. I'm not concerned with any of that. I had no idea. It was a controversy. Yes. None yes, the, it was. None of these it's things so like fucking. I, I have moved on from all of that. If you if you try to, I immediately I'll just stop talking to you if you want to correct my pr- pronunciation of something. If you're gonna if be I, a dick if I pronounce Kiev wrong and you're not happy with how I say it, yeah, probably we shouldn't talk then because yeah. other things I'm going to say are going to make you crazy. Like I went there and when I was exactly. there, the people I was hanging out with, they were like, "Oh, it's Kiev, not Kiev, it's Kiev." And I'm like, "Okay, that's how you say it, cool." But if somebody comes to me now and is like, "Oh, it's actually Kiev," or they try to correct me, I'm like, "When I was there, this is how they told me to say it. So this is how I'm fucking saying it. Don't no." And they want to play these language games. And the other people, they'll knuckle under. It's like, oh, you're not from there, so you didn't pronounce it right. And they're like, I'm so sorry. My white privilege, blah, blah, blah. Just shut the fuck up. I'm no. stuck in the mud. I haven't, I won't refer to, I don't even know what they call the Queen Charlotte Island. Somebody that has num- stu- some new stupid fucking name. Oh, what, it's oh not Haida land recognition. It's, it's not the Queen Charlotte's anymore? No, it's Haida Gwaii. Everybody just calls it Haida Gwaii. It's like, wrong. It was Queen Charlotte Islands for like 30 fucking years. Yeah. I'm old. This is what it is. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. I did not know that. Oh, it was a whole thing. I, do, I only knew it as Haida Gwaii. And people, are, they correct me. If oh, you said you Queen Charlotte Haida? Island, I'd have no idea what you're talking about because I only, I didn't know they existed. And then people I know went there and they're like, oh yeah, we went to Haida Gwaii. I'm like, where the fuck that is? You yeah. told me Queen Charlotte Island? I'd be like, I don't know where the fuck that is anyways. Yeah. Th- those words mean the same well, thing yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean me. like when, when. It's like when we grew up, we were looking at the map of British Columbia, and there's a whole section of islands that are called the Queen Charlotte's, and that's always what we referred to it as. Yeah. I, I remember hearing people start to say, hi to Gwai. <laughs> I assumed that was some hippie town, like, on the island or something like yeah, that, right? Like, like a I specific place. I didn't know that they renamed the Queen Charlotte's hi to Gwai. Yeah, no, that's Shit. the thing. Yeah. 
That's stupid. That's the yep. stupidest thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then they they want you to grovel and apologize for not knowing or <clears throat> saying it wrong or and I'm yeah. And they expect me to start referring to side of why I'm not. Sorry about your luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's unnecessary. Yeah. Why? You can call it whatever you want. We're talking about the same thing. You yeah. know it. You know when I say Queen Charlotte Islands, I'm talking about Isle of Wight. Good. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying Queen Charlotte. Yeah. And and eventually you'll die out, and nobody else, and you'll be like, no. But for you, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I say, hey, I lived in Hall, Quebec. You know where that is? What? No. no. Okay. Well, most people who know Eastern Canada know Hall is directly across from Ottawa. They have amalgamated the city next to it, Gatineau with Hall and another place called Hel- Elmer. So yep. now that whole area is get to know. If I say, hey, yeah, I lived in Hull, they're like, oh, okay, I know where that is. Well, not you guys, yeah. but people who are no, from that's, there. That's a different thing than no, just they taking they renamed a, it. They renamed yeah, no, it. Yeah, but that's a different thing when a when one, when one city or region subsumes another, right? Mm-hmm. And it all just kind of like becomes one thing. But you can still see like... Well, I mean, that region over there is the old hall, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a different thing, though, if you're just going to take, like, if you're just going to say, we're now changing Toronto to the native word for canoe, <laughs> right? Like, that's <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah. If there's BC's a, not BC anymore. Yeah. Now it's just Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not even British. Not yeah. even, I, I wouldn't even be mad about that one. I want to be Columbia 2.0 yeah. or 1.0. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, like, we, we be don't Columbia have Columbia 2.0. If, yeah, we don't. If one day, like, there's some sort of, like... We got white powder here, but it's not fun. (laughs) There's, like, some sort of, like... Maybe they take the lower mainland and, you know, they just start call the whole thing Vancouver. Like, that's a different thing than... than, Because, like, Vancouver just kind of is taking over everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a different thing than just being like, no, we're calling this whole region now, like, you know, Pink Sunland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's the land recognition stuff. When people they'll be like, "Oh, we're starting this podcast today from the uh, former land of the Beaver Nation," and uh, and I'm like, "Fucking not since I've been here." <laughs> I'm sorry. How how far are we gonna go back? Because before that, they were from Europe and Asia and and uh, Africa. I'm like, how far back? And who did they steal the land from? Or which which from tribe of natives are we going to recognize from the ancient land of the great mastodon? Nobody, <laughs> That's right. Nobody wants we to just hear want my... to say that we're sorry for taking it from you. Well, that I I've come to a point where I actually w- everything operates on such a global level that I actually want to abolish this whole idea. I want to abolish global debt, not not the Great Reset, but this That's idea exactly. that Canada is ever going to pay off China and China is going to pay off Argentina and blah blah blah. All these debts are never getting paid, and everything is happening happening on such a global level that the idea of having Africa and China and fucking all these stupid different countries is ridiculous because it's a hamper into how the world works now. I, th- I think at this point it's a um the only way we're going to get out of debt with China is if China stops existing. We just we just <laughs> need to like, move on. We just need to move on for it. China but needs to move, realize they're not going to move on. That's the thing. Like they're well, going to. They, but they at some point you have to realize no China the nineteen trillion dollars we owe you. Sorry, it's not coming it's, your way. <laughs> not getting it tomorrow, and yeah. the next day's not looking any it, better. It, it, and this is the thing: it's it's turned in from a tangible number. If I if I owe Devin five hundred dollars. Oh, I can pay Devin $500. That's a tangible thing that I can do. And, but if you owed him $67 trillion... If I owed him $32 billion, well, there's just no chance I could ever pay Devin. <laughs> like, why the fuck would you lend that to me? You're the idiot. Yeah. 
So we need we need to just be realistic. It's like you're not getting paid. You're not getting paid. We need to forgive these things. Yeah. Drop the countries and 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 govern the planet like like like, like you do within a country, right? So we have provinces I, see, that's because really, each, because each one has different geographical okay, so needs. How is that any different than what it would be if you like abolish countries and just govern as a planet? If you're going to call each of the countries that used to be just a province, you're just kind of changing the term. Well, I want, I, I want to have one global currency on that. You would or mm. wouldn't? Would. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's a... I, I, I want one global... This idea that our money is worth mm. more than that money and blah, fuck that. Yeah. You know, I just... One global currency, one tax thing. Like, I just want to simplify the whole structure. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure that's possible. I don't think so. Why? Because, because well, because eighty, 80 twenty rules one. Because one, like certain places, like you know, produce more, right? Like or yeah, okay, like, so or you have more, like infla- more resource rich yeah. in Canada, or or you have inflation. Things happen in different ways in different places, and so at some point, then certain places' value of their dollar is getting lower, right? Because like, or they're just not going to be able to afford the one dollar. And then they're going to have to start dividing all of their business dealings into cents and then to subsense from that in order to try and deal with the whole thing. And so you're just creating an, you're just creating another scenario where it's all going to develop over again. Maybe it's too simple, but it's like, I think that's the way. I th- yeah, I think it is. Like, I mean, like how the hell can we govern a whole planet when we can't even govern a country the size of Canada correctly? Because each region has its own ethics. Yes so so strongly and then we like we just contend with one another for how to judge the whole thing and then certain places wind up feeling like they're not having their voices heard that would even get even less if we like let's say just yeah, even they, in they canada would, we just but, use canada as a microcosm just, of, of the world just, why doesn't vancouver island let's just say worry let's, about let's get rid of let's get rid of provinces and just say it's all one country canada no that's too i that's even going to be fucking worse. Yet. Yeah, yeah, no, that's an issue. That's not what I'm saying. I think we need to abolish the idea of Canada, China, Japan, all of that. But I do think we need to govern locally. The needs of Fort St. John are in no way yes, but then reflective we, of the needs of Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. But 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 territorial territorial encroachment would happen so quickly because part of being in such a country as Canada, well, we have the backing of Eastern Canada. We have the backing of uh, America because we're an ally with them. Yeah. Th- those allyships would be gone if we were to govern ourselves in a very small, like. But what? But what? Why? At what point? At that at that point, there's no reason for war. Well, there's no need no, for it. There but they is. would. There, there is to a degree, right? Resources. Like we're we're at. I kind of think the current way of countries and provinces and states and stuff like that is actually decent. Because uh, if, it just if seems let, really let's say you're gonna to make me. let's say you're gonna make the whole world one country, one one government, one idea, it's too much to manage that way, and so you're gonna wind up either oh, with the same thing happening nightmare. over again of places that are like okay, well here's a government for that area. I mean that, that it's just a new country, or you'll have it for there's so little, and then you have city states again where it's like. Like Rome versus Crete versus Athens or like these places. And then you're just going to have all these places going to war with one another for their resources. Yeah. Because the resources don't have a real way to 
properly be governed yeah. to get to one another, right? So you're just going to have, like, you're going to have more wars as in they're going to be between cities instead of, like, countries. And you know how, okay, we already have a bad enough time sports teams. My sport, this sport ball team against that sport ball team. Well, fuck you. Well, fuck you. We're just going to have that, but bigger. Oh, we don't like this town next to us or, or this province next to us or whatever. Yeah, those rivalries, those feuds. They're going to get, they're going to get heated quick. Yeah. Think of, think of the way that some people treat Albertans from here. Or Albertans treat Saskatchewan people. Heck, Lloyd Minster is a perfect example. They treat Saskatchewan people and Alberta people differently, and they live in the same fucking city. Yeah, it's split in the middle. Yeah, like it's it's, it's a ideally yes, it'd be really nice. I, I love uh, an anarchical anarchical uh, idea of just straight anarchy. Let's just fucking everyone leave each other alone. Leave me alone. Let me buy my guns, and I'm happy. I that'd be great. Is it going to happen? No. Yeah. I just I wish that's yeah. my dream. Yeah. Mm. It's a great dream, but I would start taking shit over too. <laughs> See, I, I don't, wouldn't. Life in like, city states might be fun. <laughs> yeah, good, I don't know, I'm, right? I'm happy to stay in my own lane. <laughs> if nobody's bothering me, I don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing. I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could just. I'd, I I think I would get on with a big group and be like, do you know how easy it would be to be like, oh, we're taking this. This is going to be our new territory. Or to team with a very charismatic leader. I'm a sucker for that shit already. <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah. I'm not there. I'm just happy. I just want my little plot of land. Right. That's, my, that's, that's why that, I bought a homestead. I would love to homestead. If yeah. I could kill things, I would just homestead. Yeah. I, I believe in you. I think you could. I, think I, you could I have all this... I you didn't can, think you could be a dad, and fucking you're doing a great job at that. Well, thank you. I'm doing my best. Yeah, we, we, all, dead we all do. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had uh, my my uh, mother my wife's grandmother. Uh, she's like, "You're a good dad." I'm like, "We'll see." And she's like, "No, you are." I'm like, "He's young. He's young. Time will we'll, tell. We'll see." Like, I'm not saying that I'm a shitty dad. I'm just saying, I'm like, "Give, give it some time." I don't I don't judge food before it's out of the oven. This whole <laughs> me, all I gotta no. say is this good dad bad thing. Good dad bad dad thing. You're getting it right if you give a shit. If you give up and you're like, I'm trying a little bit more than I did yesterday, you're you're a good dad. Yeah. You 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 are going to do things that are not right, oh, and yeah. you are going to make mistakes. And you know, it's like, yeah, you're gonna have a bad day, and you're gonna blast the little fucker for something that he didn't deserve, and that's happens, and it's just life. And if and if you don't believe in calling your kid a little fucker, you don't spend enough time with them. <laughs> <laughs> you need to spend more time with your kids. If you can't say that and be like, yeah, I've called them that, yeah. 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 I thought of that today. <laughs> I got a call. I got a call from my wife being like, "Hey, when you get home from work, you need to discipline." <laughs> right? You know, he deliberately, deliberately disobeyed one of one of the rules that we have for you know his uh, his access to internet. Uh. Right? <laughs> it's the first thing crossed my head. Like, oh, fucker. <laughs> well, yeah, I was pissed at it. So we've got. I mean, but they're gonna push boundaries. Oh yeah, yeah. they got to make sure they're real. That's the thing. Kids pushing them because they need to know those boundaries are real. Yeah. But and if you if you're not willing to enforce them, guess what? They ain't fucking real, and they know it now. Kids are smart, and that like he, he worked me. The dog. We we have a puppy. Puppy ate his winter jacket. Chewed a big hole in the fucking winter jacket. Yeah, it was shitty. Mm -hmm. So today we had to go get him a new winter jacket. Went to the mall and I'm like, hey, can you try this jacket on? And blows a shit fit. I will not try on this jacket. 
until I get a toy. Oh, <laughs> oh you won't, will you? And I'm like, and then, and then you're you're down to then you're down to a moral dilemma. Do I buy the toy? Like, do I do? What's the cost of rightness in this scenario? Oh, yeah. at that point, I'm getting something like, like comically oversized. Be like, don't worry, you'll fucking grow into it. <laughs> yeah, no, we yeah. out. We're See, done. I am. Uh, I'm on the fits. other side. I went down. I bought him two toys. Oh. He, he promised that I will oh. try on jackets, and he left happy with a jacket. It was win-win. No, no. I, I, on that <laughs> one, on that one, my sense of my sense of honor and principality gets so wounded. I'm like, no, this is me versus you, little fucker. <laughs> yeah. No, my desire to Within not just like shit. I just don't want him acting out. I want no, him to wear his jacket. I want. I just want smooth. I want. I will make him stand outside until I'm like, you gonna try a jacket on yet? In the cold, I'm like, you know, you no know jacket. You stand there when you're ready. You yeah, come on. Well, that's that's beyond what I would do. <laughs> yeah, it's either. You're getting this one, and whether it fits or not, up to you. Or we're going home, or we're coming back another day when you're in the right headspace. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fuck your toy. <laughs> but that, that's that's why we're different, and we'll yeah. It's it's yeah. It's all right. I'm not saying my way is better. <laughs> all I am saying is it's like I want things to go smooth. Yeah. And we, yeah. it's like okay, yeah. I am willing to do. I am willing to do whatever the whatever preparation. So we have a positive outcome to the situation. Yeah. However, it turns into pandering and it's not. Yeah. And that's why that, and that's the thing it's, it's deferring smooth smoothness. Now is not smoothness later of, Oh, I'll do this as long as you do what I want you to. And it's like, no, who's the adult here? (laughs) That is a blurred line in our house. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's tough, man. It really is. I got criticized a lot because I, uh, even for my own family, I made stands when everyone else was like, Mike, you're an idiot. What are you doing? What do you want? No, this is not worth standing on. No, you're not. No, you shouldn't do this. And I made stands against my own in-laws. And guess what? They're fucking on my side now when it comes to some things. When it came to vaccinating my kids at an early age on their schedule and whatever, not even COVID, just regular vaccinating. I'm like, all right, looking at the science, looking at this, looking at I'm like, I'm going to hold off a little bit just gonna hold off and my family looked at me like i was retarded not my family my wife's family and now i'm not saying they're all on board with everything i say but they don't look at me like i'm crazy anymore <laughs> and they're like oh oh my mic might have been on something how's it going Devin? this thing's mesmerizing <laughs> no this is the perfect fidget thing <laughs> yeah, it's I know. quiet the only time thing. it catches my attention and then yeah, track. I guess we should describe what's happening. All right, um, what are those things called? It's like an oil water fountain thing. You flip upside down, and the oil and the yeah, water it has separate. To be oil, yeah. yeah, it's got a it's got a spiral in it. It's it's almost like a lava lamp without the heat. Yeah, and you can flip it over, and it just kind of goes slowly. And it's it's very mesmerizing. I saw it, and my wife bought it for me for Christmas as like a stocking stuffer, because. She's like, oh, my husband will love this. And yeah, I fucking do. It's great. Yep, it's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say this? I am against adult Christmas presents. What? Yeah. Like, okay, what do you mean? Okay, what do 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 I mean? mean? What do I mean? I don't want a Christmas present from anybody. Uh, If there's something I want, whatever I want, I go out and buy it. Yes. 
There is no more, like, I'm on waiting. It's like, oh, I sure hope I get a fucking skill saw for Christmas. No, if I need <laughs> no, a fucking no, no, skill saw, I go no, buy a fucking skill saw. No, that's different. Okay, I, I am against the buying a need. If you need a skill saw, you fucking build a need. If you need underwear, buy fucking... I hate that. I hate socks and underwear. Don't buy me fucking socks and underwear. I can buy that. I'm a grown-ass man. But there are things that I won't buy for myself that I'm, I can justify not buying because I don't spend money willy-nilly like I used to. My wife bought me something for Christmas this year that I wouldn't have bought for myself because I'm just, I'm like, no, I don't need it. I'm fine. If I wouldn't buy it for myself, I don't need it. But I really, but it's something I really did want. I wanted it. What was it? It was a, a subscription to Daily Wire. So Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, all their shit, their movies and all this. And now I have access and I can like call them. And there's just things that I can do now with the Daily Wire stuff that I couldn't do. And this is something that I really wanted. But I'm like, no, I'm fine. And so there are things that I want that I will not buy for myself. And that's one of them. And being able to give, her being able to give me a gift like that, I'm like, oh, she knocked it out of the park. Do I need a Zippo? No. So I'm not going to buy it. But do I want one? Yeah, I kind of do. Well, guess what? I got a fucking Zippo now. It's not always about need. Yeah, I guess. See, I guess that's where we're different. Yeah. I buy, if I want it, I buy it. There's no. No. There's I'm, no I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be frank. There, I mean, there is a like a pay, you know, scale. Gap oh yeah, between there. That is, <laughs> I make a that, little bit less money. You might that, be. A, right? You are a single ho- income house. You got one kid. I got four. Yes. Your your payments are probably a little bit cheaper than my fucking house because I needed more rooms uh, because I got. Yeah, but I've got a truck payment and a Harley that's, payment. That is true. Yeah, but there, <laughs> uh, but you're able to have those where I'm like, no, there isn't. That's not an option for me. Those the truck payment is not an option. See, and that's that's right. Sometimes I feel like I'm disconnected because I I was sitting there. I was talking to my brother the other day, and it's like I live in a mobile home, right? I have a yeah. trailer, and uh, I said to him, "I don't understand how you can live in a mobile home and not own a Herman Nelson." <laughs> and it, but there's people that own live in mobile homes that don't own Herman Nelsons. Yeah, and it's like. It's just to me, it's mandatory. But I've got a Herman Nelson. I've got yeah. all. Yeah, you like because you want to be able to under it. Yes. Yeah, I understand why people can't because maybe you just can't. You can't afford it. It was some, pe- it some was. people just don't right. They don't. They don't want they don't. the extra convenience or like they've got other ways of dealing with stuff. But yeah. it's yeah. not as easy as just be like Herman Nelson. Yeah, I have we're a point, disconnect we're on a that. New, we're Even get an ad. But I haven't always. I make okay money now, but I haven't always. No. But even then, if I wanted something, I just saved for it or did yeah. what I needed. Yeah. And there, there, there are things like that that I have just been like, no, I want this thing. I'm going to go buy it. What do I want right now? I want a really nice microphone. I really do. I want to spend $400 on a good mic and stand. I'm not fucking doing that. It's not happening. I'm not, like, as much as I want it and I could save... I can think of other things that I can do with that money. I can get a new... We were going to be doing a fundraising campaign to get us a new computer here so that we can do video editing and we can do all this stuff. Yes, I could go buy that with my own money. No, I can't actually. I can't even do it. I can't go do that. Do I want to? Yeah, I really do. And even if I had the money, there's money, something else I could put that money towards. Yeah. See, I'm not that financially disciplined. I, I have to be. I have to be. I got four kids to put through college, maybe... I got three weddings I guaranteed have to, well, no, not even. Maybe I'll get lucky and none of them will get married. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, I only, yeah, I guess I'm lucky. I, got, I, I only got, have I got, I'm thinking 10, 
I'm thinking 10 years down the road. I got to help pay for cars. I got to help pay for school. I got to help make well, this, sure so that this they is my plan. eventually get a sport. This, this, this is my plan because I, yeah, I have those concerns too. Yeah. But it's, I, but I know on my salary that that's not an option. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to start a business. I've got, I have an idea. Yeah. I, We'll talk about it offline, but I've yeah. got an idea, and and I'm gonna set up set it up so it's like a portion of the business goes to him, so I have a fund to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side hustles, man. Yeah, side, side hustles. hustles are yeah. And that, that's I I love the side hustle. Like me, yeah. it's selling shit, getting stuff for cheap, and reselling it for expense, way more than I paid. I wanted a con- I wanted a pawn shop for a long time. Yeah. I just I just love doing deals. Yeah, I love doing deals. Well, there's some people that don't like conflict, so they they just knuckle under. Where I'm like, oh, I'll, g- I'll give a deal, but I'm 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 getting the better half of this deal. Like when I was selling, I had a bunch of TVs that I had. I bought one. Yeah, good TV. D- d- you paid. Oh well, there's no multiplying past zero. You paid more than I paid for it. Yeah. But did you get a great deal? Yes. Yeah. It was win-win all the way around. It was win-win. Could he turn around and sell that TV for oh, to be honest, twice I, the price? I found out how much you were selling those TVs for, and I was offended. It's <laughs> like, you need to be waking, making way more money. Yeah. I w- but I got them for free. I didn't feel like ripping people. If, if somebody else wants to turn around and double the price and sell them again, I don't give a fuck. I paid nothing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a get-rich guy. No. When I sell things, I, it's like, whatever it's worth to me. No, that that I'm not saying, like fuck people over no but i'm saying like you i fuck myself i fuck myself on that one you can still sell them at market value like or like at at what used market value is right the the problem is i couldn't guarantee them i tested Mm. them but i knew that a couple of them might have had some little things with them and i'm like i can't guarantee them and if i sell them for cheap okay well that was something that you never told me (laughs) you never said (laughs) that part of the equation i hadn't heard this till now i I did (laughs) test them i tested them 100 (laughs) percent but I can't get, if I can't guarantee them yeah. because I've been using it for six months and they haven't changed at all. No, I didn't use them at all. No. I tested them, tested all the ports, tested the remotes, made sure there was new batteries. I'm like, as far as I know, these are in great shape. You've done your due diligence. Yes. That being said, did I test them? Like, did I long test them? No. no. Are they brand new out of the box? No. Do yeah. I know what happened Kay. to them beforehand? I have no but idea. But people have to have re- reasonable expectations of that Kay. going you, into okay. it. That being said, that being said, the guys at the pawn shop aren't doing that. They're not testing them for four months. They're yeah. still selling them at way more than they're worth. Like, yeah. yeah, they're function testing in the same way and moving on. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah, you do a function test. That's Honestly, that's due diligence. Yeah, you should yeah. be able to sell it yeah, at what they're going for on Kijiji. Pawn shops are dying. They're not around anymore. Well, we got one in Fort St. John. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I yeah, got three face- thrift stores I went there yesterday. and one it's pawn awful. shop. Well, Facebook Marketplace makes them irrelevant. Yeah, like, I, so that's what I do. I know some people they give stuff away. I'm like, no, I don't give it away unless I can't sell it, and it's just not worth selling. Then I'll give it away or throw it in the garbage. That's the only time. I'm yeah. like, I don't have time. But for that there's shit. nothing wrong with getting a smoking deal on something and then charging it for what it would charging it for the exact same price that everybody else on yeah. you know like in the used market is selling the same thing for right you yeah. don't need to give you don't need to shave off like you know yeah. this 20% of the value because you're like oh but I got it for a really really good deal yeah. I want to pass the savings along you don't have no. to do that, that no. you're not ethically bound to do that at all I also didn't have a really good idea of what they were worth like I'm like ah, they're just small 
TVs are so huge nowadays. You can get them for really big ones for really cheap. So I'm like, ah, how much did I put? And I just kind of put them for whatever you're I thought. For I, what thought you I, I thought I was fair. You're probably half of what they're worth. Yeah. And I, I like, don't think they're worth. I don't think they're worth a hundred bucks. Yeah. But they were probably worth eighty. That TV was probably worth eighty bucks. Yeah, probably. And I don't know. It wasn't a big deal to me. But all oh, the mirrors. Oh, the mirrors were a good one. I got twenty five mirrors. And they were literally throwing them out. I'm like, oh, let me take them. It's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to fucking sell them. Yep. I sold these big mirrors for 40 bucks pop, and I sold 25 mirrors. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, uh, mirror. That's all. It, people with their gems are big enough that you stack two on top of each other. You've got yourself a studio or whatever the fuck you're going to do yep. with them. I don't care. But, yeah, it was just a hustle, doing something. I'm all about the side hustle. I blacksmith. I got the DJ stuff. It doesn't. Yeah. Whatever it takes to make a buck. Yeah. And some people, they just like, oh, but I worked 40 hours. I'm like, oh, is that it? <laughs> you, you stop? Oh, I remember my first part-time job. I know. There, there's no, there, there is no days off. There's no, you just got to be out hustling. You got to yeah. take care of your family. Yeah, do what you have to do. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, how the hell do I justify my existence? <laughs> and I do. I do by doing whatever it takes. Yep. Like calling people up and like, hey, you got work? Hey, you got work? Yeah. It's great. And sometimes that's the way you got to do it. Yep. Cool. It's true. Well, that's, yeah, I work, I work a full-time job, but it's like, I'm happy to pick up DJ work. I'm happy to. It pays good. It does. Surprisingly good. I'm like, wow, you just sit there and like go through songs and just make sure they sound good together. Yep. Yeah. You know, Yeah. Just wait for wedding season and Christmas party season. Fucking. Just wait for wedding season. I got to MC a wedding this summer. Are you making money on it? No, it's for a friend. MC. So. No one gets paid for MCing. No. I, I just wonder how it's relevant. <laughs> I was just thinking Other than I wedding. said wedding. And I'm like, fuck wedding. Uh, I have big wedding season plans this year. Yeah? Yes. You know, like up your equipment? or? Yeah, I think so. Ultimately, I think so. I've got three weddings booked right now. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so you, you know, you've you've done weddings and stuff like that for a long time, doing DJ stuff. Yep. Not so much recently, but back when we met, that was a thing you did lots. Yep. You also did DJing for a nightclub for like a long time. Very long time. What's uh, what's like the difference between the two of them? I, I guess more. <laughs> it comes down to I guess my attitude. At a wedding, you're you're paying me to be there. You've asked me to for a service. So I'm trying to cater to what you want, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever you want, whatever you want to hear, however you want it to go was good with me at that point. Yeah. My job is different when I'm in a nightclub. My job is to throw a party. You know, you chose to come to us. So yeah. you're, you're a little bit more captive to listening to what I yeah. think is, and it's not even, cause I don't necessarily care whether you want to listen to it or not. Yeah. Do I would. You're just, you're just doing the best thing for what feels you need for the vibe. Yes. For overall, for the room, right? Whatever's yeah. happening in the room, that's what I'm concerned about. If everybody's dancing and you don't like the one song, well, you can basically get fucked. Yeah. But at a wedding, you're paying me to be there. Yeah. So if you want to hear that one song, bro, let's do that. If you want to hear the Macarena 900 times on repeat, <laughs> let's fucking get after it, bro. Yeah. It's like... I hated, uh, I did I did one event there, and I hated when people came and asked me to play a song, because I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I, one, have it, and I'm like, 
You want to hear this. I had people like, I had somebody come up and be like, I want Slayer. I'm like, I can't fucking play Slayer. No, people like, want the sorry. dumbest things. I, I like Slayer. Cool. But this is not the but time or the place. Not the time. Like, seriously, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. Yes. And then, Nobody wants to hear about killing puppies at a Christmas party. <laughs> and I was like, I, it's, it, was, it was really hard. It only got easy when I said, fuck this noise. And I just played what, it, the dance floor was empty. They were done dancing. But guess what they weren't done doing? Drinking at the bar. So what am I going to play? I'm going to play sing-along songs. I'm going to yep. play fucking Michael Jackson. I'm going to play Sweet Caroline. I'm going to play these songs that are like, just fun and you just want to sing at your friends because you're an idiot and you're that, drunk like yeah that's the mark of throwing a party just because people whether people are dancing or not are, are they enjoying themselves or are they bebopping around in their chair so it's read the room yes yeah. okay and so and, and they were and, like oh, and adjust I, accordingly yeah. yeah and they said oh i want dance music and i'm like right now <laughs> the dance floor is open and country music is keeping people on the dance floor so right. i was playing that yeah and when i put on some hip-hop or dance or whatever shit it was nobody like just crickets. I'm like, sorry, I'm gonna keep this dance floor moving as I, long as there's people. And when when that stops working, and I try something else, and the dancing is just done, cool. I'm just playing bar tunes. For a long time, I just wouldn't take requests. So like, oh yeah, yeah, and it's like people gen. Oh, I have the best song ever, and I would t I would tell them it's like I'll play it, but if everybody stops dancing on the dance floor, I'm gonna send you home for the night. Yeah, and then they're less confident about their song choice. because yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden that yeah, blowjob like, you thought you were catching, you, you ain't catching, bro. <laughs> you can't catch a blowjob in the parking lot. That's right. Can't kill the vibe. Can't kill the room. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that that was that was it was really tough because you're very conscious, self conscious of okay, is does what I like actually matter? Yeah, and you're yeah, like, I, I think I, I think this is good, and you're like, and then when you go out, it's fine, but when yeah, it, you're like, you're it's very startling to be reminded all of a sudden you may have shitty taste. Yeah, because it's yeah. like I think this is the best. I think <laughs> this is all the best in the world. I listen to yeah. this a hundred well, I mean, times. Yeah. I would make an awful DJ, like unless I was doing it strictly by numbers and just being like, this is popular now, this popular, this is popular, this has been popular. It's just putting, we're putting together the list based on, based on averages. I could do that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not something where I could be like, oh, I need to read the room or I got the perfect thing for this moment. Like I can't do that. My taste of music while yeah. broad just skews towards more headphone listening, more personal yeah. enjoyment. Like I don't, I don't listen to music at parties, but you because I don't go to parties. I'm yeah. an introvert. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it's not my jam. Of, I thrive off of small groups now, and I realize something. I don't like loud music. I fucking hate it. I I love I like metal at a moderate volume. <laughs> so having that music just thumping for hours on end, I'm like fuck. I guess. Just, I'm annoyed. <laughs> the, oh, it's so loud. I know. I don't think I I. I was trying to do an on the rocks part and on the, um, a new year's party. I really wanted to do yeah. mm -hmm. a new year's party this year. And then we were here. Buster fell asleep. We went home. I drove through the bar parking lot just on the way home. Yeah. Just to see if I had like missed anything, not maybe necessarily missed anything just to see what. Yeah. And there was nobody there. And I'm like, yeah. And then I, I felt so Seems much, dead, man. Yeah. It COVID was, killed it. Yeah. No, people just don't drink the same and stuff. No. No. It, 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 man. Even the idea of going to the bar nowadays just makes me annoyed. I'm like, my yeah. skin crawls talking about it. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah. People talk about going out and I don't even know what that means. Yeah. 
It, I don't know, I, I'm so disconnected I'm, from that. I'm noticing now, like, in my parents' generation, <laughs> like, there's a new nightlife that's arising. And it's at places like the Pomeroy in the ballroom or yeah. at, like, you know, social events that are put on by the slightly upper crust. Like, this down low, dirty, barty dance, like, that's all dead. And it's gone. It's, COVID it's, killed it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, now the people that are older than us are reinventing their own nightlife style with these kind of like more social parties and things like that, they're becoming a, more of a big thing in our, in our town. But like, that's just not a world I'm involved in. It's no. not a, that's not a place I exist. Yeah. I wouldn't even be comfortable. There. Yeah, no. Nope. Hey, my parents were talking about this party they went to. It was a gala for the fire. Oh, like, the firefighters Yeah, gala. for the firefighters. I was like, what? What the fuck is that? And they're like, no, it was a great time. We two-stepped and there was, there was food and they, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a thing, you know, we met the mayor and <laughs> Oh yeah, no. There's there's this thing, the Millionaires Dinner in town. Yeah, like every year. That that sort of thing. It's not is called the multi the Millionaires Dinner, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. But that oh. sort of thing is thriving. I don't know why now. I haven't been invited then. I yeah, I did I did sound Check for coats. I did sound for the Millionaires Dinner one time. I was pissed I didn't get invited because it's I had set up the whole thing. I did all the signs for it. I did, like I was super involved. Yeah, and I didn't get invited. I was pissed. just just. Oh, that sucks. I'm low, bro. I'm over <laughs> it. Yeah, it is. We're I'm gonna hop on my motorcycle and just fucking leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, it by the but by the end of February, I'm gonna have fuck tattooed on my arm. So what? Yeah. Oh, fuck cancer. Fuck yeah. which one? Oh yeah. Fuck cancer. Nice. Oh. I I cancer has affected my life. I've I'm at a point now where I don't care if it holds up from work. If you if you don't support me on fuck cancer, fuck you. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much straight up. Yeah. It's like, does anybody like it? Come on, just yeah. just say it. Fuck cancer. Yeah. Tell me all your positive cancer experiences, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to. I, I would love to get a really offensive tattoo just for fun. I'm like, if you died of COVID, you a bitch. And <laughs> like, no, that's not true. There's a lot of tough people who died. Uh, I know. Uh, there's so many people dying lately. It's unbelievable. What you looking at? I feel like my phone's vibrating and ringing, but likely it's not. Yeah. Your wife checking up on you, seeing how you're doing. She may just be. I'm yeah. going to sleep now. Don't wake <laughs> me up. Yeah. Oh, we should probably wrap the sucker up now. Yeah. Well, it was fun. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It was fun. It was fun. I, I love just hanging out and chatting. <laughs> me too. And I know one day these are going to be like the golden years because I've heard some other podcasts when they're older. And it's like, wow, they sounded like shit. And all I'm like, no, we sound good for, for, our, for our beginning year. <laughs> first year oh okay anyways i think just just the fun of like feeling it out being loose like having experiences and like reinventing friendships and the, like these long form commerce conversations we're gonna look back at this and be like man that was freaking awesome yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta start somewhere to finish somewhere right and you yeah. don't you don't know what works and doesn't until you've yeah you're done until you try until yeah. you failed until yeah. you failed yeah well yeah all right oh. guys cheers. cheers cheers god bless don't god be bless. a dick
music has been brought to us by Kirk the Riffer Wells at Liquid State Audio. He is a guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer. Thank you from the Blue Collar Philosophers.